I fought in two world wars for the likes of you. I'm having a lovely drink of water. Because that's all I'm allowing myself to drink, and it's getting boring. It's getting boring. Am I? Oh, dear. <clears throat> what a... What a Barney I had before I came on air. Agent Chris was on the phone. Agent Chris has phoned up. He's not here again today. I've told he's not here. I'd be blazing round with him, not coming in. Helen behind the glass producing again. Excellent stuff. I'm glad. And I'm going to see what I can do to make this permanent arrangement. But that's by the by. I shouldn't really mention that on the air. That's inappropriate. But Agent Chris is not here because of the row we had uh, the other day about the location of Farnham Common, which is where my mum lives. Uh, it's in Buckinghamshire. It's in Bucks. Farnham is in Surrey. They're two different places. So he's not here. So I can only hope the show will be as excellent as it was yesterday. If you missed it yesterday, cracking show. Oh, it was a good show. Uh, now listen, I don't drink booze. I do not drink the booze. I still go to boozy places with my friends. I still get sucked up into that world of buying around. I have to buy around? Now, I, I need some people to phone up and back me up on this. I, I don't want it to... Uh, maybe I'm being tight. I don't think I'm being tight. I think this is a genuine, uh, responsible thing I'm about to say. I think we should abolish the tradition, the British tradition. They don't do it in other... Germans don't buy rounds. Japanese don't buy rounds. You go and buy your own stuff, probably. Probably. I'm, probably. They seem the sort that wouldn't have rounds in their country. We should get rid of rounds. No rounds. No rounds. It's not good. If I'm buying orange juice, why should I have to buy all my mate's pints of lager and Jack Daniels and Coke. The boozy drinks are the expensive ones. The Coca-Cola, yes, it's expensive in a pub. Of course it's expensive in a pub. But it's still a lot cheaper than a double Jack Daniels and Coke. And also, if I'm getting around, what? why is he having a single when I'm going to buy him a double? I don't understand it. C can someone phone up and back me up on this, that I'm being responsible here when I say that we shouldn't buy each other's, each other around? And also, if, if you boozers want to buy yourself around, then go for your life. You do that. You do that. That's fine. But count me out. 0870 9090973. That's the telephone number. I'm going to need a little bit of support on this, uh, because I'm slightly concerned that I might be sounding like a tight old so-and-so. I don't know. I don't think I am. I think I'm right on this one. Is it ever acceptable to go into a pub with a group of mates and say, do you know what? I'm going to buy my own drinks tonight. I'm going to get my own drinks tonight. Why do people frown on that so much? You do that and... It, it, when I used to buy, buy, uh, buy drink booze, you'd be in the pub and it, everyone would get around. Say I was the third person to buy around. I wouldn't want three pints in a row, so I'd maybe buy a soft drink. I'd get told off. It's not fair. Let us get rid of the rounds. Also, if we're all drinking rounds, it means we have to drink at exactly the same speed. Well, that, that doesn't work. I may have three quarters of my orange and lemonade left. But, but boozy Bill over in the corner there, he's already supped through a pint. So suddenly we've got to get another drink in, so I've got two drinks in front of me. Basically, by buying rounds, we're subsidising our friends' drinking habits. I think it should stop. Genuinely quite angry about this. I think it should definitely stop. 0870 That is the telephone number if you want to give me a call. And also, if someone's getting around, is it acceptable to say, do you know what, actually, uh, can I have the money instead? Could I, the money you're going to spend on my drink, could I have that? Because that would be, I'm not thirsty at the moment. And that £1.75 that you're going to spend on me would be really handy, actually. So could I have that? Or, instead of a drink, get me a, bag, get me a, a bowl of chips, please. 
870 9090973 is the telephone number. Let us abolish the round. I'm slapping the desk here to uh, uh, affirm and assert myself on this argument. Tim is in the Bexley Heath. Hello, Tim. Hi. Hello, Tim. I'm, ring- I'm ringing to back you up, mate. I totally agree with you 100%. Says I used to be a publican. Yes. And a heavy drinker, and I am now teetotal. Are you sure? Uh, I am absolutely against having to buy rounds. It's the worst thing in the world. It's not fair, is it? I used to have a karaoke business. Oh, crikey, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, indeed, me too. Sweet Caroline. (laughs) Bam, bam, bam. (laughs) Indeed. What was your... Uh, Tim, did you used to... Were you the man that would set up the karaoke and get everyone all warmed up? Yep. What song did you open? What was your song to get everyone up up and uh, having a go? Because sometimes you go in, in the karaoke, I've been in the karaoke, where nobody's putting their name down, so the poor fella that's running it has to sing all of the songs all night. Yep. What, what, what was your one song, Tim, that you, you knew, if you did it, if you sang that one song, you were going home with a fit lady that night? Um, well, I've been married for 20 years, so uh, I never went home with any lady but my you wife. You never went home with a fit lady in the last 20 years, I see. But, but was, was there one song, Tim, you had? Uh, yeah, I used to do, um, uh, at the end of the evening, my closing theme was always Eric Clapton's, Eric Clapton's Wonderful Tonight. C- could you give us a snatch? Uh, I'd prefer not to. I'm sitting in a car outside my daughter's school. Well, that's fine. There's no one there. Come on, Tim. Totally give, us, give us a bit of Clapton. Cla- Clapton! Clapton! Clap! Come on, Tim. It's late in the evening. She's wondering what clothes to wear. She puts on her makeup and brushes her long blonde hair. Well done, sir. Ah! Hey, you've got a good voice. So you, you, you were a publican and you had a karaoke business. Greedy, some would say. <laughs> well, indeed, but uh, it used to cost me. I mean, there were nights where my fee for the karaoke would literally go over the bar to encourage people to come back. Really? Yeah, mm. and I'm I'm talking, you know, 130, 140 pounds, mm. you know, and, uh, you know, you have the, uh, some people would buy you a drink back occasionally, but the amount of hangers-on and people that never, ever, ever returned it. Yes. And as you say, you know, if I go to a pub now, I drink soft drinks. Good boy. You get 15 or 20 people together. Yes. And all of a sudden... It's, it's a rugby team. You, it's costing you 40 pounds for a Coke. Yeah. Tim, listen, thank you for that. Well, Tim's on my side. And Tim has got a flipping good voice. Ah, that was all right, wasn't it? I used to love a bit of karaoke. When I was about 16, 17, you know when you first kind of start boozing in pubs? It was illegal. It's all been done. Ah, dear. Oh, John's in the Lewisham. Hello, John. Hello. Hello, John. Yeah, um, I'll make you right about the the rounds. You should do away with rounds. Um, many years ago, uh, we used to be in a big round, and uh, it was uh, one or two chaps who had it sussed, where they would, um, uh, when it was their turn next, they, they would buy a half a pint, drink it quickly, and, yeah. they'd, say, and they'd say, we want, we want another pint now. There, there we go. Genius. Yeah, yeah and he'd also uh, wise his wife up to, um, you know, to not have one as well. <laughs> so he'd drink his half quickly. And they say, who'd want one? And not, nobody want one, so buy, you, you know, just a couple of drinks and that'll be it. You've just reminded me of another scam that happens. I've seen couples, I've been out with couples before, where one of the couple has bought a round. Then the next round, it's the person, it's, it's, it's his wife. But they say that that counts, that they're, they count as one round together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you're a couple, that's, you're two rounds. You're not one round, for goodness <laughs> sakes. 
That's right. I know what you mean. <laughs> so, John, uh, John, is it? Have you ever have you ever done this? I'm really tempted to do this. Next time I'm out with my mates, when they go, it's my round. Can I say, yeah? Tell you what, instead of getting me a drink, can I have the money, please? Yeah. Oh no, I don't think it'll work, mate. Do you not? Do you, that wouldn't work, would it? You, no. you like your booze, do you, John? Uh, I have occasional one or two. Yeah. Good boy. When was the last time you were steaming? Steaming? Oh, I don't get steaming. I'm too old for that. Uh, man, this is kind of why I stopped drinking, because I was getting... I mean, I'm only, I'm only a young man, 32. But when, when I was younger, younger, I could drink for England, and it wouldn't affect me at all. But as you get older, it gets harder work, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Saves you money, though. It, well, yeah, it certainly does. John, thank you for that, my friend. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. We're going to get rid of the rounds. I think we're going to abolish them. I think it makes common sense. Just think about it for a second, all right? Think of the money you spend... Playing catch up with all your mates who are drinking. You, it, no one has called in. I, I, I'm surprised at this. Okay, this proves I'm not being tight and I'm not wrong. This is wholehearted, conclusive proof. Uh, I thought I'd get some uh, people saying, "Ian, you're being a bit mean. You're being a little bit tight. You're being a little bit antisocial." But no one's done that so far. Everybody, and these are these are men that have lived. These are men that have boozed. These are men that have owned karaoke companies. Calling in. These are proper men. They're saying, "Ian, you're right." We should get rid of the round. It's an unacceptable, forced social thing that we have to do. And that thing about when you're with the... I've I've seen it. We're a couple, that's two rounds, but they class it as one round. Disappointing. 0870-9090-973. That is the telephone number if you want to back me up on this. Uh, You can email as well. The emails are flooding in. A lot of emails I've had today before the show started, and I don't know if there's something in this, suggesting topics for the show. Um, although uh, Anthony has uh, sent in an email. Ian, yesterday evening I had an idea for a topic for your show. Today I've forgotten it. Sorry. That's Anthony in Surbiton. A lot of people sending in topics for the show. What? Uh, are we giving the implication that we're struggling or something? Is that, is that, is that why you're doing it? Because you, you, you think we're struggling? Because Agent Chris isn't here? Is that wh- wh- where this is coming from? Because there's, there's no worries there. We can, we can sail this ship through the stormy waters and out on the other side into the clear blue sea. Uh, email, ianiain at lbc.co.uk is, uh, the email address. Paul in the channel, so Paul! Hello, good afternoon, how are you? Good afternoon, Paul. I'm very well, except I have muffed up the times. Could you yeah. wait until after the travel news with Simon Bennett? Enchanté. Oh, um, thank you. Did he just swear at me in French? Oh, I'm not sure. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. It is time now, though, to get the latest LBC ninety seven point three travel news with Simon Bennett. Afternoon, Ian. We're turning our attention back to the sound behind the glasses. Email here from David. By the way, yesterday's show was the best in ages. There we go. That's you. You've done that. Not that Welsh idiot agent. W- whatever his name. I don't remember his name. He's such a loser. Uh, Ian, when buying a round, a soft drink is often more expensive than booze, so you might be better off in a round. James and Pennant. You know, no. No worries. Yes, the, the Coca-Cola and the, uh, the orange juices are marked up quite highly. But they're not cheaper than booze. Oh, no, 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 not at all. Not at all. Are you? I'm from Dorona. I live in the Bahamas. Uh, I buy rounds here. It's fine if there's about three people, but with more people than that, it's way too expensive. So three is the magic number when rounds are concerned. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We're getting rid of rounds. Just think about it for a second. Why do we even do it? Where's the logic in it? Paul in the Chelmsford, you've waited for me. Thank you, sir. Pleasure. Um, two, two points. Firstly, this. Can I say, you're one of the politest gentlemen I've ever spoken to. That's very nice of you. Thank you very much. Well, you're welcome. Good day. Good. Um, what about getting rid of the whip? The you whip? Know, you go into the pub. What? Not the whip. The financial whip. And they say, we're in a whip. Do you want to join us? And you, it's ten pounds straight away. I don't know what you mean. You're not. Explain to me the, the financial whip. 
Whip. The, <laughs> What's a whip? The financial whip is where you uh, go to a pub, and rather than buy rounds, you all put an amount of money normally into a beer glass, uh, and someone takes control of the whip, and they go and buy the drinks for you. So, so is it a, a kitty? Yes. Same, same thing. Why call it a whip? You're thinking of a whip around. <laughs> I've just used to call it a whip. I've never heard that before. So everyone goes in, and you all put in the same amount, do you? Yeah, normally £10, £15. Yeah. Uh, it works out much more expensive because what happens is this. The person who goes with the whip to the bar gets around the drinks, but because it takes so long, they hate one while they're waiting. Oh, yes, yes. Cheeky uh, little so-and-so. The other thing, why, why is it when we go to dinner parties, yeah. we always say, bring a bottle, yeah. and you always bring wine. Why not take something you like, like snowballs or um, vermouth? Or well, the like thing that. is as well, you take a nice bottle of... Uh, you would have snowballs with your dinner, would you, Paul? No, well, no, but you might like it, might, you know. But, but, you have know, brown sauce on the... Gr- Chips. Yeah, that's true. The, the thing is, when I, you, you take a bottle of wine around, of course you're going to your mates for dinner, you take a nice bottle of wine. You spend, you, you don't spend three fifty. you spend five seventy in Tesco. You get a good Absolutely. bottle. And what they do is they look at it and go, oh, that's a good bottle of wine, we'll save that for special. <laughs> well, hang on, I, I'm around, isn't that special? What, what's special? <laughs> what, what's special? Who are you going to drink that with? I've bought that for you and us. Oh, we'll save that for special. You can drink this cheap crap we bought down the market. No, I want that. The answer, in my opinion, is cool. to not go out. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that, I, I've done that for a while. It gets a little bit dull, but I think it could be the only solution, Paul. Thank you. <laughs> it's great listening to your show. It's very entertaining. And I feel we're coming to the end of, of, the, end of the, the phone conversation, no, no, are we? No, no, I, I, I feel a natural ending coming on. Well, all right, then. I was just going to say, the people who phone regularly, maybe at five o'clock, and say, where's the news? Yeah. It's on many other channels. Tune in. You're a good, you're a good fellow. I know to whom you're referring to. That idiot we spoke to yesterday was it? Was it? Was it Brian yesterday? He's listening now. The thing is, Brian's listening now. That's what's so weird. I know he is, and he's he's enjoying the fact that we're talking about him. But he's angry that I'm not talking about bird flu, or Iran, or something. I'm thinking we're, we were talking about one day of doing a, a spe- doing a new special, doing like old school drive time, and getting an expert on the phone, uh, and talking about issues. And we thought, no, stuff it. Uh, Tony's on the Euston Road. Hello, Tony. Oh, yeah, how you doing? Yeah, you know, you know what it's like. Some days are good, some days are bad. It's life. Absolutely. Yeah. And part of life is getting rid of the round. Yeah, come on, bring it on, my friend. I drink soft drinks normally because I'm driving. Yes. And I'm too lazy to get a bus and too tight to get a cab, so I drive, which means I can't drink. Yes. Soft drinks, anywhere between 30 pence and pound fifty. Yeah. I don't see why I should fork out two, three, four quid for somebody else's. Someone sent in... Lies this and lies that. Screw that. Someone, yes, screw that. Someone sent in a ridiculous email saying, oh, yeah, but the soft drinks are, are, are more expensive than boozy drinks. Well, that's... Uh, an orange juice is not going to be more expensive than a Jack Daniels and Coke, is it? Quantity for quantity, I suppose it probably is. But, mm. you know, you, you, if you drink soft drinks, chance that you don't drink as much as somebody that drinks beer anyway. Yeah, exactly. You so see. It's going to last you just, a bit, just as long. But I do use beer, because you're Chris and you, whatever it was, um, there's this karaoke thing, and I do mine as well. What? And we use beer sometimes. We use a free pint now and then to get them up singing. Oh, so you, t- you... Oh, hang on. So you're you're bribing people... Yes, absolutely. With, so you... Hang, what, we're getting all the karaoke people ringing into this. What was your song then, Tony? What is your song? Oh, grief. I normally drive something a little bit up-tempo just to get them sort of... Up- Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. Oh, no, grief, no, please, no. Okay, no, let no. me think, let me think, let me think. Um, you won't know this one. An, up t- an up-tempo song. Um, can, you f- can you feel it by the Jackson 5? There's, um, okay, um, hang on. Uh, it's it got to be a Beatles song. Please, please me. Oh, gross. Oh, no, no, definitely not Beatles. No. Well, what then, Tony? Come on, you've lost me. Um, it's actually by Matchbox, and it's called Rockabilly Rebel. And it's a little bit of, uh, sort of up-tempo country. 
essentially. Didn't we had? Didn't we have the the, the the bass player from Matchbox phone in the other week or something? I seem to remember. Um, or was he from the darts? A, a distant. I, I don't know. It's, 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 well, Tony, I've got to ask you to sing a bit. Ah. Come on! <laughs> I'll buy you a. I'll buy you a pint. Tell you what, better than that because I don't drink a pint. Can I give it one quick plug and I'll do you a whole verse? What do you mean? Well, one one quick plug. Yeah. Well, oh. I'm working tonight. I'm doing a gig tonight. Oh, then, hey, then, then plug your gig tonight, Tony, sir. We support the show business man. Excellent. In that case, it's Booty Brogans in North Wembley on East Lane. I'm there. We're there all, all evening tonight. Go and and it's free drinks. Tony's buying drinks for everybody that comes <laughs> through the door this evening. It's going to be a good one. Give us, give us a, little, a little bit. Just a full one. You've done this twice before and it sounded awful, but what the hell. I'm sure it um, will. That's, that's kind of what we're after, Tony, to be honest. Excellent. OK, here we go. Mama don't like it, the way I comb my hair. <laughs> Baba thinks I'm crazy with the clothes I wear. They check on the records while I play them all day. But I am where I am and I gotta keep a rockin' that way. Cause I'm a rocky Billy Ray. Oh! Tony, the booing has started. Well, the booing has stopped as well, just as suddenly as it started. But I'm very sorry about that, my friend. Uh, we, but we have got an audience here today uh, in the studio. We don't normally have one, but we've decided to invite one in uh, for the special reasons. Uh, no one has called in yet to say, Ian, this is a bad idea. Everybody is, is, is giving the thumbs up to this. Uh, which makes me think this is the way forward. I should enter politics. I, maybe I should be a politician. Lib Dem, except I'm not into any of that kinky stuff. Lorna is in the Cricklewood. Hello. Hello, Lorna. That weren't too bad just now. uh, At least they were fun. And, oh, so much of the blooming music that youngsters produce today. Uh, I I go back quite a few years. Up to the First World War. You know, people that have still survived many, many years, and half of these, you hear them for a fortnight and they've gone. Well, for example, have you heard heard this song? Listen. Do you know that? Pardon? Uh, part of it seems to recall memories, but uh, not very distant ones. Anything? Oh, stop it! Come on. A- anything? Let, let me. T- no. <laughs> a- anything? Any bells? I go back to sort of the Beatles, the Stones, and. Uh, oh, you'll know this one then. You'll know this one then. Anything? Uh. Paul McCartney, 1971. Uh, Wings. Yeah. My Luck Entire, isn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah My Luck Entire. Might be Malakintyre. Yeah, it's my, lo- <laughs> my Luck Entire. Yeah, you'll get me on a, a bad moment. Oh, uh, so I'm just... sorry. Let's get you on a good moment, shall we? Maybe this will cheer you up. <laughs> Better? Come on, come on. Oh, come controversial, Lorna! I'm the leader, I'm the leader, I'm the leader of the gang, I, I can't oh, that, that was lovely. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're lovely, Lorna. <laughs> anyway, you've called... you come back from a, a very bad rail um, part from a couple of my late husband's mates who are going away for a weekend yes. to the regiment... Yes. And I'm picking them up again on, on Sunday. Okay. And um, oh they're 75 years old. And they know my husband and obviously each other for over uh, 60 odd years. Yes. And uh, my husband should have been with them. Yes. And, uh, oh. A little bit, little bit sad. A little bit sad. But are you a fan of the rounds, Lorna? Pardon? The, the rounds. 
Well, I, I just, I, I try and keep my head above water. I, um, I just, well, this, oh, God, it's got nothing to do with this blooming telephone conversation. Just say no, Lorna. No, what, what I was going to say was... Yes. Years ago, when I was at work, there was one bloke yeah. who always, lunchtime, followed the rest of us in. Yeah. He was the last one up to the bar. Of course he was. And so, one of us had, like a little business card printed. Yes. Black-edged, like a memorial card. Yes. And it said, I regret to inform you, it's now your turn to buy a round. Uh-oh. I bet he wasn't happy, was he? Well... I've still got one copy of it. Lorna, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got to make a move. Thank you for that. For £100,000, you... Ford Hill, are you there? Hi, Ian. Helen, right, listen, we've only got 15 seconds before the news. Can you sum up in 10 seconds what your call's going to be about? Yeah, it's about these round of drinks. It's just as bad when you go out for dinner. And no, don't, don't, don't tell it, no, don't tell us what, don't tell us the whole phone call. Save that for after the news. I just Hello, wanted please. it. No, shh, sh- oh, it's the news. Now, before the news, we trailed. I stole this idea from Clyde Ball, because... Oh, did you hear this? Clyde Ball was trailing a phone call for two days. And then the phone call was last night. It was, it was the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Absolute bloody tosh. This fella phoning in to, to do an awful joke. We thought it was going to be a genuine story. I think Clive should ban that... Was, I can't remember, it wasn't Gary, was it? In the Marylebone. I'm not sure who it was. But Clive should ban him for life, I think. Anyway, we, we stole the idea, and instead of spreading it over two days to, to avoid maximum disappointment, we spread it over four minutes. Helen in the Stanford Hill, you, you trailed your phone call, but you kind of virtually told us all you were going to say. No, I didn't. All right, calm down. <laughs> Go on. Okay, Ian, yes. don't you find it so frustrating when there's a, a gang of us going out for dinner and everyone's having drinks first? But, but can I just say, when you say there's a gang of us, I've never been out for dinner with you, have I, Helen? No, you haven't. Not yet. You've never asked me. No, I know, because I know you're a gannet and I can't afford to, to I'm buy not you. A gannet. I can't afford to pay for all of those courses, Helen. <laughs> That's silly. Don't be I'm silly, not boy. Gannet. Not a gannet. I'm not. No, but you like food. I'm as much of a... Yeah, I do. Yeah, of course, you, of course you do. You're a big girl. You're a big girl, and there's nothing wrong with being a big girl. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. Can you see me? I can hear it in your voice. You've got a fat voice. And I mean that I mean that in a nice way. I'm not meaning that in a nasty way. <laughs> Is she crying? Ian, yes. Listen, go listen, on. Listen, go, listen. Get to your point, then. Hey, what, when a, a, a group of us go out... Yes. Yeah, and some of us have starters, some of us don't. Some of us have dessert, some don't. Yes. And then the bill comes, and some of cocktails and, and such. I don't drink, no, yeah? No, And believe you me, but, I yeah. don't overeat or anything, Well, yeah? okay. No, I don't. Okay, I don't. okay. Right? And then everyone is expected to pay for someone else's drinks and desserts. Oh. And oh, you, when you're saying splitting, this, this is the, the yeah. splitting the bill argument. Yeah, this is the splitting the bill. I find it <clears> so <throat> annoying that sometimes yes. I just make my excuses yes. and just not go. I'm not tight, but I think, well, why should I pay someone else's yeah. drinks bill and dessert bill when I've just eaten a starter maybe in the main course? And, and maybe a pudding. No. The thing, yeah, <laughs> now, it's, it's a slightly different thing, but yes, the, the, the splitting the bill is, is, is a complicated yeah. argument. Cause, it is. You know, I don't drink, and, and, I have a bit, and it's, it's, obviously she's had much more than me, and he's not had quite as much. Yeah. But I tend to, I'm now at the peaceful stage in my life where if the bill is split, 
I'm fine with that. I'm fine if I'm, I'm... I'm sure it all balances up, so it's some... You know, when I die, it'll be kind of fairly equal. You know, I won't be... I won't have paid too much. I won't be too much under. I, I can live with that. if you can afford it, Ian, but some of us work 12, 14 hours sometimes to make ends meet. And, you know, you enjoy going well, out, do you, you well, well, enjoy paying people drinks bills. Because it's different. The drinks are different. The food, the food, though, it's all, you know, you're all sitting at the table. No one wants to be the, the, the one that gets a napkin out and goes, right, hang on a second. Let me just uh, see. No, so I only had two pieces of garlic bread, but she had six. So that's, I mean, I should pay less than that. And when it came to the main course, mine, I, <laughs> to be honest, mine was actually uh, two pounds cheaper than everyone else's. I only drank the water. You know what? You don't want to be like that, Helen. Come on. No, no. Come on. Come on. No, come on, no. Come on. I don't, no. Come on. I hear what you're saying. Come on. Come on, come on. Listen to me, Ian. Come on. It's true, but it's not always just two or three pounds. Some people have big steak dinners and expensive Aberdeen Steakhouse. Good restaurant. I don't like steak. I've never, do you know, I've never had a steak in my life. Nor have I. Yes, you have. I haven't. How do you, I, honestly, how do you know I, you don't like it then? Because it smells who's, horrible. Who's that? I've got passengers in the back of my car, Ian. Do you want to say hello to them? Well, who are they? Well, I, well, I want. Well, to I s- don't know. What's your name? Mine, Goldberg. Goldberg. What? Goldberg. Yeah. And who? And who else? Who, who else? Who are you? Hertzik. Hertzik. How's that, Ian? Say hello to them. I don't think I want to, Helen. I'm a little Could bit scared. They? I'm a little bit scared. Were, were they male or female? Males, behave yourself. What? What do you? What are you doing? I'm a mimicker. Oh, you're the one. Yes, of course, you're the one that had the accident on the M25, etc., etc. So, so, uh, uh, what, how old are they? I don't know. I'm not going to ask my passengers their age, Ian. Ask them their age, Helen. No. Helen, ask the women in your car how old they are. I hear you. You're on loudspeaker. How old are you? No, no, no. I need to know the age before I make an inappropriate comment. We can't make inappropriate comments. Well, maybe. Well, maybe I can. How? No, I- you can't. She- Helen, shut up. Uh, how many people? Excuse me. Hello. Who, who am I speaking to, please? I've got, I've got two women. Uh, no, Helen. Uh, I don't know if you heard me. Shut up. Okay. The, the people that aren't the mad driver. Hello. Who are you, please? Pretend to him. Oh, Helen. <laughs> Is there anybody there? Or are you just mental? Talk to him, please. What do you want? <laughs> Helen, uh, I'm going to cut you off because there's no one in your car. Oh, in my car. Don't no, no, go away, go away. No, there was nobody in the car at all. Well, she was she doing that trick where you put the phone, you got the phone, and you're on the phone, then you hold it away a bit and turn your head, talk a little bit quieter, talk a little bit. I just, yeah, there's someone there. No, we don't. Funny for that trick. I actually mimed that with a phone. I don't quite know why. Aiden's in the London. Hello, Aiden. How you doing, mate? Yeah! Yeah, I'll tell you what, if you'd have been on the site yesterday, you'd have been uh, in tears of laughter. You know, you had Mr. Muppet on yesterday. Oh, Brian! Yeah, Brian. Brian. Yeah, he was on. And Brian. All, all over the place, tools went down. Hey, wow. Everyone come in where I'm tiling. Oh, what's he like? Oh, he's that Muppet. And we had the longest tea bake in Britain slating him into the ground. And if you're listening, you are a Muppet, mate. Well, the thing is, he, he will be listening. And he, he, he'll, of course he will. He'll, he'll, he won't phone in today because he hasn't got the guts. He's a coward. He's a big baby yeah, coward. He'll, phone he'll, he'll get someone to phone in at, at some point in the next week or so. And he'll, he'll have oh, another no, little dig. It's terrible. I'm 21 and I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, what, so we, what we were doing is we had a massive tea bake argument over it and saying, you know, if there's things in life you, life you don't like, like pornography or whatever, 
Like what? Right, going to talk, like, say for instance, pornography magazines. Pornography uh, magazines? How, yeah. how have we got onto pornography magazines? Well, I'll tell you why. Because if you don't like them, don't look at them. No. If you don't like the radio show, don't listen to it. I, I, hang on, are you comparing this, this show to a copy of Razzle? There is, a, there, is a, there is actually some comparison. Oh, because, is there? Uh, I'm telling you what, if you're such a funny boy, my wife loves your show, right? Yeah. And so, when <laughs> the show's been really funny, I down tools, I get up a bit early... When she's in a good mood, she's in a good mood, Ian. Oh, you know I mean? are you? Okay, let's... And, uh, uh, let's... turn out today, there's a baby on the way. Oh, hey, well, mate, well done. Tea. You're not sa- Hang on, you're not saying that I'm uh, in some way loosely responsible, A, for you getting <laughs> some yeah. sex, and for, yeah. g- for making a baby? Absolutely saying that, Ian. Hey, wow. And hey, you're a good man for it. Listen, and you're a good man. Aidan, listen, best of luck with everything and the baby and stuff. Oh, do, does anybody... Do, I can't... I, I can't even get people to have sex with me! How is that? I'm letting Aiden getting away with it. Does anybody else have sex as a direct result of this show? I'd be very surprised. Very, very surprised. This is not an erotic show. This isn't quite a, a, a straight-laced, middle-class, uh, most unsexy show, surely. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine so three. Sorry, the, 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 the thing we were talking about uh, is rounds, buying rounds in the pub. That's kind of where we are. We've strayed off the theme ever so slightly in the last 10, 15 minutes. Uh, maybe we can, we can draw it back in. Sten in the Raysbury can draw it back in. Hello, Sten. Hello there, Ian. Um, I was just um, really um, curious. But... He's gone. Sten, pick your phone up. You've... Held... What? Hello? Hello? What happened there? Um, the phone just went dead. Sorry. Well, you put the phone down, didn't you? No. <laughs> well, you, I heard you do it. I, I didn't. I put it down because it went dead. No, you put, I heard you put it down. We were still here. I heard you put it down. And then we ha- then it started ringing and we heard a woman say, please hold the line. <laughs> Ian, I was in a bit of a problem since I'm, um, you've seen my photo, haven't you? Yes, I have seen it on, on uh, Ian Lee. Co. UK, I believe. Yeah. There. Yes. Do you think I look good with a beard? Now, you're not old enough to grow a beard, are you? Yeah, I'm starting to get some stubble. Well, okay, let me, hang on, I've got to, let me have a look at, I'll go to the website. Here My face has got a bit thinner since then. Okay, let's go and have a little look. Don't look at the pictures of me on there. Let's go to here. Where's, where's Sten? Hang on, let's have a little look. Oh, uh, Jade, hello Jade, hello David. Hello, uh, MP3 Meister Guy. Oh, that's Guy! That's Guy who sends in all the, uh, the clips and stuff. Oh, he's a member now, is he? Yeah, yeah, we like Guy, he's got, hang on. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Sten! There you go. Oh, you're, you're a little bit chubby face there, aren't you? Don't. That's good. It's a bit thinner now. Uh, but you, you, you're not. You've got a baby face. You've got a man's voice and a baby face. <laughs> you, you can't. You can't grow a beard, can you? I can. I'm getting some stubble now. I've got a bit of a five o'clock shadow around. Yeah. My oh, bless you. I remember. Uh, uh, how old are you, Stan? Fourteen. Okay. I remember when I was like that when I was fourteen. The thing is, you won't be able to grow a proper proper beard until you're about twenty three, twenty four. But you know, I'm thinking of growing a Gandalf beard. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you... Uh, mm. Just imagine how scary that would be when I'm playing rugby. Um, in a team full of 14-year-olds. And I'm going to go with a really long beard. Mm. There, was a, there was always one at our school. There was always... A, in every school, there's always a kid... I know uh, there's a kid who s- suddenly, you know, develops amazing hormones at the rate of knots and suddenly becomes a man <laughs> when we're... You know, when we're all still children. That's happened. Mm. Um, yes! When everyone else is I think everybody should grow a beard. Men and women alike, Sten. Will you grow a beard? I've grown a beard. I'm not growing another one again for a while. Why not just grow a really, really long well, beard without the moustache bit? Y- oh, no, I don't. Agent Chris did that. I think it looks silly. I think <laughs> if you're going to have a beard, you've got to have a moustache. 
Mm. I, the thing is, I, I, I'm doing... And I've got another job at the moment where I need to, to be clean-shaven, so I cannot uh, grow a beard. But maybe... Are you not thinking of growing the old sideburns? Or the, well, the, I've, I've trimmed the sideburns back a bit because I've just had a haircut. Well, well, hang on, this is all a little bit uh, suspicious, me talking about my facial hair in such a way. Stan, yes, grow a beard. Thank you. Thank you. Let's put the phone down. The, the line is still there, though. This is, he's done a Nora on us. Stan's done a Nora. The line is still there. He's not disconnected himself. Stan, pick up your phone! Give him, give him seven seconds to pick that up. Stan? Stan? Hello? Stan? Hello? I can't hear you now. Hello? I, you're, this is really weird. How come you're really faint? I can hear you. I can hear you, but you're really faint. You're not picking up. Put the phone down again, and then pick it up again. Oh, God, what? So, Stan, I can hear you, but can you hear me properly? But you're really faint. Let's try something. Most rubbish phone I've ever heard in my life. Stan! Yeah? We've got you on maximum volume and it's sending out sonic hiss everywhere. <laughs> what? Oh, ow. Hello? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. What the? What happened there? I'm, I'm very confused. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number. We're kind of talking about rounds and getting rid of rounds. It seems to have veered off slightly, which we don't mind talking about whatever you want. I can give a monkeys to be honest. It's Thursday. It's nearly the weekend. Uh, oh, Smash Hits has closed down. Smash Hits magazine has closed down. Where, where am I going to get printouts of all the latest top ten song lyrics on a poster of a boy band? Where am I going to get them from? The internet, probably, probably the internet. Uh, getting rid of rounds. Uh, should Stan, he's 14, grow a beard? Well, I don't think 14-year-olds can grow beards. It's gonna be a little bit, a little bit awkward, I think, for him, bless him. But he's a good lad. 08709090973 is the telephone number. You can email as well, e-n-i-a-i-n at lbc.co.uk. It's time now, though, to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Simon Bennett. Thanks very much. The A23 Pullyway has just reopened. That's everybody. Nice to have you on board. Uh, Agent Chris isn't here today. We had a bit of a Barney two days ago. Uh, he didn't come in yesterday. He had the audacity. He phoned up Triple M yesterday. He got on the air. Made a ridiculous job-threatening statement and then hung up. Uh, so I've had a Barney with him today on the phone. He's not coming in. Um, uh, it's not coming in, I'm afraid. Which is, well, I'm not afraid, it's good. We've got Helen behind the glass producing the show, which is much, much better for everyone concerned. Darren is in the bushy! Ian, how are you? Yes! I'm, I'm, I've got to disagree with most of your callers and you about buying around. Okay, you're wrong, but carry on. Um, well, I think you've got the, I think you've got the wrong friends. Um, uh-huh. many years ago I had something called a Monday night club, which I was a member of, and we went out on Monday nights because no one drank on Monday nights when we were out. Yes. Um, the driver drank soft drinks and never bought around. Yes. And we all drank at the same pace. We all kept up with each other. But that, 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 there you go. Hold on a second. No, 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 I've got to come in. I've got to make a point. That's it. You kept up with each other, so you would go at the spe- you'd have to go at the speed at the fastest drinker. Ian, I can deal with it. I can't. Friday, oh, I can. On Friday night, I was out with mates. Yeah. And when it was the guy's round, name of Chris, who was behind on the drinking... Yes. He saw that we were finished and ahead of him. He went up to the bar, bought another round, including the pipe for himself... Shouldn't have done it. Shouldn't have done it. You bullied him. Right? You got the wrong mate. Everyone's got the wrong mate. You bullied him. What was his name? Clive? Chris? Clive? Chris. 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 Yeah. Poor fella. He was... He shouldn't feel pressured to go... So he's now got two drinks on the go. Poor blood. So he's, he's out of pocket... 
He's hanging around with a load of people who are getting boozed quicker than him, and he's he's feeling insignificant and bullied. How is that going to be a good night for he, Chris, he, Darren? He Come on. Marginally, marginally, slipped behind because he had to had to slip off for the loo. By the time we caught up, as I say, it's all about having the right mate to understand what you're going to do and go out. And we we woke, we had a great evening. I bet, I bet Chris didn't. I bet he had a miserable time playing catch-up all the time, having to go to the bar, being out of pocket, having friends that bully and intimidate him and have this stupid old-fashioned ritual that he's got to kind of keep up with even though he doesn't want to. I think that kind you've, of, you've got the wrong friends, which, Darren. Kind of wish I could get him to phone up, but I... Because he's in your mind. No, <laughs> I'm teasing. No, I think you've got the wrong friends. I think, I think people like you, Darren, and don't take this the wrong way, because you sound like a decent bloke in every other aspect of your life, I'm sure you am. When it comes to the rounds and the boozers, you're a bully. You're a bully, Darren, aren't you? I've absolutely... You're a bully. You. You're a bully. And you just repeat yourself. So we ha- I've had many a ple- many. And you're just repeating evening. yourself by saying... Many a pleasant evening. What, what's the, what's your Monday night... What, what's the Monday night club going to do Monday with it? Monday night club is fantastic. What's that got to do with it, though? Why, well, why have you told me about you know, a gang you've got going? Just to make a point. For one of your but early you, did, corners, you didn't make a point, back. though. Hold on. You didn't make a point, Darren. Turn around. Are you going to make a point now? He only drinks soft drinks. Yeah. He shouldn't be buying the round if he's drinking a soft drink. Yes. If his mates were decent mates, they wouldn't make him buy a round because everyone knows that a Coca-Cola costs a lot less than a pint of Guinness. But you're making... You've made Chris... I'm I'm confused, Darren. You're contradicting yourself now, mate. You're making this Chris fella, this poor Chris fella, go and buy drinks when he doesn't want to. But he, he wanted to. He volunteered no, to. He, he volunteered to because he knew that if he didn't, you lot would go, Oh, Chris, you're a bender. Oh, Chris, you can't drink your bender. <laughs> You'd have done that to him, the poor fella. <laughs> you were bullying him. you got to be there. Ian, you got to be there. No, I don't, Darren, I don't think I've got to be there. I think you're a bully, my friend. Oh, it's 7090909973 is the telephone number. Why is it? There's an email uh, headed sex. I have to check that out. Uh, well, hang on a second. Chris, another Chris, there's a lot of Chris's being mentioned. We're asking if this show has led you to, in some way, having some form of fornication. Ian, I've known a female friend for six years. I wanted to get some off her. That's not the most romantic way of saying I wanted to make love to a beautiful woman. But one night, we got talking about your show, and one thing led to another. Cheers, mate. That, well, I, I'm not sure I believe that. And I'm a little bit jealous that people are getting action because of me. And I ain't getting no action. Uh, Sandy's in the car. Hello, Ian. Hello, Sandy. I just wanted to say two quick things. I love Maltesers and Chuck the Rounds. Oh, Sandy, are you are you married? Yes. Oh, I was going to say we could. You, you sound bad. Everyone loves Maltesers, and if those who don't are grumpy old so and sos who should sit in a big comfy chair. But and, and you think we should? Ju- now you sound like an uh, an American. No, I'm Brazilian. Are you? Yeah. So, say some. Say something else to me. In what language? In English or Portuguese? It's, it's, it's got an American twang to it. Uh, sorry. It's okay. I uh, get that all the time. Well, I'm really sorry, though. That's bad, and I shouldn't have said that. So, uh, we're, we're, in your country, do they have the rounds over there? Is it, is, it, is it just a British thing that we have rounds here? Uh, no, I think pretty much everyone pays their own thing. You go to the bar and you get a little piece of paper, and every time you ask for a drink, they mark it down on your little piece of paper. What? Piece of paper? Yeah, like a little... Like a little voucher. Oh, and then at the end, what, you go and pay your own bill? Exactly. Oh, no, I like that. It's very practical. I'm hearing your accent now. Say something in Portuguese to me. Tudo bom, Ian? Gostamos muito de você. Acho você super cara legal. Oh, it sounds so... It's, what, what did, may I ask what you said? I said we like you very much, and I think you're a cool guy. Hey, Sandy, I think you're a cool lady. Thank you for that. Oh, yeah, Brazilians are listening. Who is? 
those Brazilians are listening. Uh, uh, oh dear, Leslie. Well, cheeky, cheeky little monkey. Uh, hello to Helen and Ian. This is an email here. Your name first as well. I think Danny McDoodle is a, a fan of yours. Uh, Ian, I think that all your mates should buy every single one of your drinks and all your meals. This is probably cheap, as you don't look like you eat a lot and would be a small price to pay to hang around with someone who has their own high-quality cable show. I wouldn't say my show on the cable was, was high-quality. Au contraire. Uh, Ian, hi, how are you, Ian? Only Anthony here. It's my birthday answer. There's no full stops in this email. This is a paragraph long. There are no full stops here, so I'll, I'll, I'll read it as it's written. Hi, how are you, Ian? Only Anthony here. It's my birthday on Sunday. I'll be 19. I can't wait. I'm also going on holiday on Monday to Tenerife for two weeks. Hope I can listen to your station out there. I also can't get thought to your after 6pm live call in. I never get thought from Anthony. Gotta keep trying. He's talking about the Triple M, I think, there. Keep, you've got to keep trying to get through on that. It's uh, very, very... Bu- I can't believe Agent Chris got through last night. Genuinely, uh... Blatant disregard for the, the kind of hierarchy we've got here. Anyway, listen, we're getting rid of uh, rounds in pubs. You know it makes sense, don't you? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And I tell you what, after five o'clock, uh, you know the shopping trolleys. Four o'clock, crikey! Is, I, I, I'm wishful thinking. I'm wishing my life away there. After four o'clock, don't panic, don't panic, Mister Mannering. You know shopping trolleys that old people pull. The, the kind of generally a tartan type thing. Are they the new rock and roll? Oh. How'd you go on with- Ah, David's in the Peckham. Hello, David. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm all right, man. How's it going? I'm good. I'm good. Apart from the fact I've got a bit of a cold, so excuse me if I sound a bit, uh, dumb. No, no, don't. Hey, listen, we all get colds, my friend. It's the <laughs> one common thing that we all share. Good, good, good. Well, I am going to try and sing for you later, if there's still time, but I wanted to have a sing chat about rounds. Yes. What are you on about? What's wrong with rounds? Nothing's wrong with rounds. Nothing's wrong with rounds at all. You're too tight. That's what the problem is. That's what I think. That's the best argument you've got, is it? Well, no, seriously, it's because you're tight, that's why. Because I I go out with my friends all the time, and there's never an argument about whose round it is. There's more an argument about who's going to pay. And I'm not rich by any stretch of your imagination, but what I am rich with is... People, what, so you you have that thing where you go, hey, hey, I'm getting this. No, no, it's my turn, I'm getting, you have that row. Every single time. Yeah. Well, you know when you have those rows? Yeah. No one wants to. When I have those rows with people, I don't want to pay because I don't. If I'm out with my friends, if I'm out for my friends, no, 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 David, let me finish. If I'm out having dinner with my friends, and I go, right, I'm getting this. I'm getting. I'm getting. Hey, uh, no, Ian, put that away. No, I'm getting. I don't want to pay. I want them to pay. I'm doing it because I want them. My friends are better at insisting than I am. They'll pay. Friend. Huh. Define friend. That's there's the whole point. Define friend. Define friend. What's my friends? Really and truly, my friends. We don't have those discussions because they're friends of mine. I'm not trying to do one over my friend. He's not trying to do one over me. I would never do one over my friend, exactly. my friend. We go out and we enjoy ourselves. And, hey, you know what? If you're in a company of people that you don't mind paying for, you'll have a better time. And if you're in a company of people who you don't like paying for, you'll have an awful time. And that's probably the reason why you're not getting some. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that, that, well, that, there, there's, there's a reason in there, there definitely, I'm sure. Go. But it's not that reason because, of course, sure. I, don't mind, I don't mind going out with my friends and having Ooh, a good time. I don't, mind, I don't mind spreading the wealth and paying for it. I just don't think that if I'm involved in a round-based system right. and at the end of the evening my bill is £70, right. but I've only potentially drunk... Ah. But that's £3. Pounds. Foolish, that's just foolish, though, isn't it? No, it's not foolish. It's very... David, 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 it's yeah. not foolish. It's very, very wise, and that's Ooh. why you can't understand it. I can, but you I, can't. I'd rather enjoy the company of the friends that I'm in. Hey, look... What I'm you're doing, David, David, I've got this. Shush, 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 shush. What it is, is you are such a, a scared, lonely... Lonely? Wh- let me finish. Whoa. A scared, lonely 
worried man Ooh. who was probably bullied at school. Oh, You're terrified, on, David. You are probably <laughs> terrified that you are going to wind up in on your own every night for the rest of your life. So what you're doing, mate, you're buying friends. You reckon? You are you buying friends. You there, didn't you? You're well done, but you missed the mark. You're buying friends, my friend, and well, that's sad. No, i tell you what. Sad. You look around and you'll see, yep. yeah, that the people that you enjoy coming sad. with, you really don't mind about what I feel sorry about. for you, David. I really feel you sorry, feel for, sorry you. for you. And I hope anyway, you find what some... Would, what would you like for me to sing for I f- you? I hope you find some real friends. What would you like for me to sing for you before? Uh, you've got a friend by Car- uh, Carol King. Don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want you to sing. <laughs> I love my friends. They love me. We we out. We go out. And you we buy your friends, and that's really sad, mate. I don't because I ain't got much money. I'm not working. That's why you haven't got much money because you're buying your friends. Hang out with real friends. Who, who if you haven't got money, they'll pay for you. Hang exactly. out with them. <laughs> exactly. But equally, when they've not had money, I've paid for them and not even blinked. David, sing us a song. I'll sing you a song. Okay. Um, what song shall I sing? Okay. You like Otis Redding? I'll sing, sitting on the dock of the bay, watching the tide roll away. Ooh, sitting on the David, I'm sorry. You set off the booing. You set it off. I apologise. We'll be taking more of your calls on getting rid of the rounds and the shopping trolleys the old biddies use. Are they the? Are they the coolest thing? Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. That apparently it's happening all over the country. People are listening to this and getting it on. It's the sexiest show on the radio, apart from Nick Ferris. It's the second sexiest show on the radio, after Nick Ferris. Okay, we've we've pretty much established we're going to get rid of the the, the rounds. Nobody's come up with a decent argument to defend them. We can keep calling in about that. Most people are agreeing with me. It's a waste of money. Someone is going to lose out. It's generally me that's losing. I'm not tight. I'm one of the most generous people I know. I'm not tight, but the round is wrong. Let's get rid of the round, London, for goodness sakes. 0870-9090-973. Something else I want to talk about. You know the shopping trolleys, the old people, Paul? You know the ones behind that they have behind them, the, the proper little tartan-type things? I'm kind of thinking maybe... Maybe this is the way... Maybe this is the next new trendy thing. So we've all got these bags. My, where's my bag? My bag's in the office downstairs. Everyone's got a bag, or a DJ bag, or, you know, a rucksack, or a satchel. You know, no, 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 That's not the way forward. One of these, these, uh, these trolleys has got to be the way forward, isn't it? Helen behind the glass got one for Christmas. Absolutely loves it. Helen, thumbs up, thumbs down? You, you, enjoying, you enjoying the trolley? Thumbs up. Two thumbs up. That's how good it is. Do you have to be old to use one of those, or do, do young people use them? Now, I used to use one when I was about 14. And I did the free paper. Remember the free paper round? Halfpenny a paper. I got halfpenny a paper. That's a half penny. There used to be a half penny coin, young kids. I tell you that. Halfpenny a paper. It was it was slave trade when I did it. Uh, but I'd pull them in a shopping trolley. Uh, this generally meant that there was a corner where a gang of hard kids would hang out. They would beat me up. They would beat me up for having a shopping trolley. I think now though, now's the time to have it. Can we find? The youngest person in London that has one of these shopping trolleys, please. If that's you, or if you th- if you know someone who's got one, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. You could, I- I'm sure you could use that uh, instead of a suitcase, couldn't you? If you're going on holiday, you can whack it all in there. Surely that would work. You can email as well. Um, Ian, I-A-I-N, at lbc.co.uk. Mike's in the barnet. Hello, Mike. 
Hi, Ian. Just Hello. a little quick one for you. Oh, when so, you start yes. arguing with people who are driving cars... Yes, Mike. I mean, it takes their concentration off the road, and it's bad enough trying to drive now. We all have to use mobile phones to... What? Mobile phones with their young lady with, with the two girls in the back of the car. Yeah, but she was on hands-free. Immaterially, and the way you were having a go with her all the time, she's losing her concentration driving. But she phoned in, she wasn't breaking the law, Mike. She phoned in, she was using hands free, it's she's fine. She's phoning in, and you're having a good argument with her, and she's losing, she's a concentrating arguing with you and losing the contact of driving. You know how, you know, we go off in tangents when we're concentrating on talking to people. And I, I don't, I don't, Mike. Do you? Oh, well, uh, Do you, you go off on tangents when you're concentrating talking to people, do you? We shouldn't be driving, mate. Simple well, as. Well, there you are, and it proves, it proves the point then, doesn't it? You know, you're such a qualified person in every respect. I'm more qualified than you, yeah. Well, what's your, what, Mike, 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 what's your beef? That's, that's not your problem with me, is it? What's your problem with me? My problem is, it's irresponsibility to other people on the road when you start arguing with people on the, when they're driving along. You've got to obviously help people out as well, you know. Mike, if they're, Michael, either. Michael, if they're calling into the show, I can say what I want to them. That's correct. Thank it, you. But, that's so correct. your point is what? Your point is My what? My point is, it's bad enough driving out here without having a conversation with you, which sometimes goes off in tangents. And everyone she shouldn't have... Mike, she phoned me up. Well, isn't it nice to ask if they are driving or to pull <laughs> over? <laughs> okay, she... then, uh, are you, you going to put the phone down, are you? Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. Well, then why you just made it sound like you're going in the conversation? So she phoned me up, Mike. Yes, It's not up not. to me. It's not up to me to check it's what all... You, well, listen, listen. It's not up to me to check what all of the callers are doing. That's not my responsibility. That isn't what I'm here for. If they think they're in a situation that isn't breaking the law, that they're capable of talking in, then let them do it. Cabbies talk all the time, don't they, Mike? Am too much Too much in my book. Okay, Ian. The point is, when you start having uh, your tangent arguments with people... What? Mike, you're talking out your bum. What do you mean, my okay, tangent... Well, you're I, go are you going to go? Why do you keep saying okay like you're going to go, like a coward? What do you mean, my tangent arguments? Well, the way you try to win the arguments and then people start arguing with you... Michael, I win the arguments by putting forward solid facts and well, arguments. That's how I win them. OK. Well, you've beaten me then, Ian. I have beaten you, quite, quite embarrassingly so, haven't I? Well, if you read all the facts on driving and using a mobile phone, it does prove the point. Mike, you know the woman I was rowing with? Yeah. She's on the phone again. Helen? Hi. Hi, Ian. Any idea what Mike's going on about, love? I, I really take offence at people like that. I'm a fully professional cab driver. You are on loudspeaker and the phone is in a properly legalised cradle. How dare he assume that I would be so irresponsible? I have my job to consider. Tell him to stop talking a load of whatever he's talking. Mike, do you want to come back to that? It's not worth really saying anything, Ian, isn't it? It's just well-known <laughs> facts that have been documented when things... It's bad enough when we do have to make converse, uh, make short conversations. Listen to me, dude. It's no having... more dangerous than listen to a radio. I take offence. I take offence. Well, you might take offence, my dear, but uh, if you could read what the facts are... as well, talking no about, dangerous we'll to concentrate driving. driving. Mike, can I interrupt here? You're taking Helen off on a tangent argument while she's driving. I think that's very irresponsible of you. I shall then put the phone down, Ian. OK, you're going to bottle out, are you? See you then, coward. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Helen, you taught him a lesson, didn't you? Uh, Ian, I... <laughs> <laughs> what was he on about, silly sod? <laughs>
I don't know, Ian. I honestly don't know. Hey, listen. Can, Helen, can I just thank you very much for what is the best bit of radio I've heard in about three or four years? You, you were superb. Take care, Helen. Bye-bye. Well, bless her. Bless her for having the guts uh, to, to phone back in and stand up for herself. What about... His, his problem wasn't with that. His problem was with me. He's got a problem with me and he didn't have the guts to say it, so that's what he chose to pick on. Uh, 0870 uh, We'll have uh, Mickey and... Mickey, Mikey, Mickey. There's a C there, so it makes it a Mickey. Uh, and Sebastian have been waiting for, oh, about 20 minutes apiece. Feel a little bit guilty, but it was worth it for, for to hear that, that boring idiot uh, rowing with, uh, with Helen, which I thought was quite good fun. Uh, we'll speak to them after a bit of this. On the show. Ian, that bloke is a doorknob. I added the word door, because I don't quite know what the requirements are there. The guy on the phone. He reminds me of the one in the jumpers in ever-decreasing circles. Yes, I know, the fella. Uh, the reason why, I've just received a second controller for the 360, and you need to be a safe cracker to get it out. Does it annoy you when you need a blooming knife to open something like that, especially when you want to get it out quick to get some gamer points by cheating? I don't understand the gamer points. But yes, with those tight plastic packages, you can't get anything out. Uh, Ian, you are the best radio presenter ever. You're as good as Steve Allen. Huh? What? Oh, it's a contradictory sentence. Ian, you're a minor celebrity. C or D list, I'd say. I wouldn't even go that high, to be honest, Roland in the Wharf. Surely you could go to the opening of some NAF film club or club with Darren Day, NAF film or club with Darren Day and Dean Gaffney, and get free drinks for you and your mates. Yeah, do you know I could? Those things are, those things are like hell, though. Absolutely hellish. Uh, what we're talking about... Uh, well, we're, we're getting rid of the, the rounds in bars, uh, and we are also uh, asking about shopping trolleys. Are they the new rock and roll? Very quickly, uh, as you may or may not know, we have a daily 538 daily correspondent update that we do daily. The correspondents, if you want to know who they are, go to the LBC website. There's a list of them. Uh, and they are my experts, my team of experts that have been hand- that they've begged for these positions. They've crawled on their knees over glass to get these jobs, uh, and we have a daily update. I need two of you to phone in to book your place for the 5.38 daily correspondent update, please. 0870 Again, I shouldn't have to be asking to do this. So it's, it's looking like three are going to go next week. Yes, sir. Uh, he's been waiting for ages. Mickey's in the Gillingham. Oh, no bother, mate. No bother. Anything N- for you, mate. Lovely. Yeah. What, <laughs> what can I do for you, mate? Uh, uh, well, I'm getting back to the rounds, actually. Nice work. Sorry. At last, we're going uh, to something we threw out earlier on. Good. I, I, well, I thought it was a pretty good argument, so I'd bring it, I'd bring it back up. Mickey, I'm not sure question. People, you won't take offence, will you? No, no. Is that your real accent? I, I it is. Why is that really? Is that? Does it sound? Bad, well, are, like? are you from New? Are you from Newcastle? <laughs> is that a joke? <laughs> Look, it's just. Uh, it does sound like one of my like someone putting on a, a fake accent. Don't take this the wrong way. Sometimes accents do. Have you been down south for a long time? Oh, I have, so I've picked up a bit of the lingo from Ma- down here as well. Maybe that's it, then. Maybe it's watered right. down your accent. I apologise for doubting you, sir. Nay bother at all, mate. Nay bother. Nay bother at all. Nay. OK, go on. You're, you don't rounds, yes. You, you want to get rid of them, do you? Great. I, uh, I do, because uh, <laughs> no-one can keep up with us. Right. So, when you're sitting next to all the lads that kind of, kind of drink as fast as you, yeah. then, er... Uh, well, it's uh, so. So everyone's you, you're 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 drinking. How long does it take you to finish a pint, Mickey? About uh, thirty seconds. Good boy. Straight away. Well, I mean, the first three or four. Yeah. Gone down like water, mate. Of course they do. You know. Of course they do. Hi. <laughs> so. And no one can keep up with you. 
Well, no. So who's so from, yes. but, So who's the loser then? Are you the loser? Are they the loser? Well, re- I'm losing out because yeah. they cannot keep up, and there's uh, there's seven pints on the table, yeah. and I'm I've, I've I'm gonna get all the pints because I'm oh, not one. I'm not want this one because um, I've still got three quarters left. You know, <laughs> three three what? Quarters, three quarters of me paint. Three quarters. I, I don't Do know. Me to spell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to spell that? I don't. I don't. I, I honestly don't know what word you're saying. Q U A R T E R. Quarters. 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 Sorry, quarters. Quarters. Whereabouts in Newcastle are you from? Blythe. All right. Outside Newcastle. How long have you been down here? Uh, about ten years now, like. Yeah. Since about since I was oh, about ten, eleven. So you're twenty-one now, are you? No, I'm twenty-five. <laughs> so you've been down here for ten years since you're about eleven, and you're twenty-five now. Well, I was a teenager, wasn't I? So. What at eleven? Aye. You, you weren't quite. You're well, Jackson. Huh? <laughs> oh, here we go. So some people there are grassing you up, are they? Yeah, they're terrible then. So you're not yeah, from Newcastle, are you? No, mate. No, I'm not. <laughs> that was not that bad. I <laughs> was... normally pulled that off, mate. Helen behind the glass was convinced. She was convinced, and she's lived in Newcastle. But that was rubbish. Come on. Seriously, it wasn't that bad, was it? It was. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Right. Say, say, qua- say, say, say quatters well. again. Say quatters. Quatters. <laughs> go on, do, go on, do your Welsh. Go on, you badass. Do the Welsh! How many ba- see if you can guess how many bags, right? Wrong, I've got that wrong. <laughs> Wait there. See if you can guess how many rabbits I got in this bag, you can have both of them. <laughs> Mickey, thank you very much. It was a good accent, wasn't it? It was a good accent. It was the quatters that, that, that kind of did it for me. Helen behind the glass live, lived in Newcastle. She believed it. She was suckered in. Sebastian's in the Brixton. Hello, Sebastian. Hello, Mr. Lee. Hello, sir. Yeah, well, I want to put something right. Um, there was a program on the TV called The Big Red Bus a little while ago. I've not heard of this program. Yeah, it was on. It just finished about three weeks ago. Yeah. It was on for about eight weeks. Right, what, what was it about? Um, bus drivers, learning to be bus driver. Oh, I'd like to have seen that. Yeah, and I was in it. Shut up. And I failed my driving test oh. in front of five and a half million people four weeks in a row <laughs> on that bloody program. <laughs> Maximum embarrassment. Really <laughs> I want to put a matter right, so this is actually a world exclusive to you. Oh, oh, well, hang on a second. In that case, stay there. Hang on. And now, an LBC 97.3 exclusive. Sebastian? Yep, I passed my driving test today. Everybody who saw the big red bus, Sebastian has finally done it on his sixth go. <laughs> and I would and like that to was an LBC 97.3 oh, exclusive. Oh, there's more, is there? I've, I've set up all the sound effects. I've got to thank all the people. It's not, it's not, you've not won an Oscar, Sebastian. You've just I learned how to drive a bus. I need to thank my instructors. They fought hard to keep me in there. I would, Sebastian, don't thank them. They're the ones that kept failing you for five times. No, that, that, that was the examiners that done that. Um, well, yeah, there was the fact that they couldn't teach you how to drive. So you, <laughs> d- please, dear God, please, dear God, tell me. I need to mention their name, don't, please. Don't, don't tell me you drive a bus now, do you? Yeah, I haven't started yet, because I only just passed this morning. God, I hope they, I hope all of the employers of all the bus companies have seen this programme, The Big Red Bus, and never gives Sebastian in the Brixton a job. He's taken him six attempts to pass! Well, it was hard work, mate. I, I used to think bus driving was a lot easier than this, but damn, it's hard work. 
It's very hard work, but I finally got there, mate. And um, yeah, thanks to Darren Jones. Um, who's that again? Who's Steve that? Carr. Who's that? Darren Jones, Steve Carr, Peter Franklin. Thank you. Oh, Peter! Fr- I used to like Peter Frampton. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh, baby, I love you. Way. My daughter Aisha, she's eight years old, and she's been looking forward to see me on the bus. She kept on getting pissed off with me. Um, yeah, okay. so get, 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 saying, Daddy, why aren't you driving the bus? Because Daddy's no good at driving. Yeah, Aisha, no, Dad, mate, Daddy can't drive. Daddy I'm can't drive. Wait, that's the bus. It, finally. <laughs> when do you start on a proper bus? So I guess right. I know to keep off the roads. About two weeks time. All right, I shall. I shall make sure my car is parked up. Thank you, Sebastian. That is genuinely terrifying. That sounded good. That program, the big red bus. Well, well done. Gemma's in the Enfield. Hello, Gemma. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm fine. Don't move him to get into Camden with him. Why? Don't move in with him. But I live in Camden. Oh, do you? Have you moved I'm in, in with him now? Have you lived? Have you moved in with him now? Yes. This is the ongoing saga of Gemma and her new boyfriend. She's moving <laughs> in with him. She, he, you, how old you? You're 21, 22. No. How old are you? Oh, 20s. 20. Oh, I, I was a year out. He's no, what? 20s, not 20. Okay, you're 25. He's 45. <laughs> You've been going out with each other for three minutes, and you're moving in with him. <laughs> Gemma, don't not, do it. It's not been three minutes. Well, how long have you been going out with him? Uh, about six months. You, well, you, well, you've, you've exaggerated. It's about four months, isn't it? No. Yeah. Don't, Gemma, it's never going to work. Oh, and that guy that just rang in before, I mean, six attempts, wouldn't you just give up? Well, you th- you'd think he wouldn't be allowed to, you think after three attempts, the bus company would say, tilt, mate, no, yeah. no. And that other idiot that rang up, about hands-free, what an idiot. We've had a lot of idiots today, haven't we? I don't quite know what's happened, but we've had a lot of idiots phone up. Which yeah. is not good. Anyway, Gemma, uh, well, yes, you've called in. Yes, and it's not f- my to get. Trolley. It's, it's, oh, hey, you've got a shopping trolley. I have. Is it tartan? No, it's not. It's, have you seen those ones? They're like bags on wheels. No. With the handle, it's like a it's like a shopping bag. Yeah. But instead of having the frame, it's just got w- two wheels underneath, and you just pull it by the handle. So what does the bag look like? It's like um, green. With two handles. All right. G- Gemma, listen, I'm going to take a quick break. Stay there. While, while we're having a break, I'm going to try and find this on the internet and find out what the hell she's talking about. How does Labrador taste, sir? Uh... Well, it's very nice, actually. I couldn't find it on the internet, Gemma. All right. What's that noise? You got it. That's, that's a parrot. Well, tell it to shut up. Shut up. It does actually say shut up. I'll get it to say shut up. Go on. Yeah. Try and get it to say shut up, Ed. That was a man's voice, Gemma. No, no, I'm trying to I'm get not gonna fall. to make the parrot. I'm not going to fall for that. That was a grown man's voice, not a bird. There you go, it's a bird. That didn't say shut up. We'll be more from Gemma after this. Uh, that's better. That's better. We're getting rid of rounds. Our shopping trolley is the new rock and roll. Um, and are you having sex because of this show? It turns out quite a few people are, are making love because of some influence this show has. It's, it's, it's some kind of horny vibe we're sending out on the... Maybe that's on the digital, I don't know. Anyway, before the break, we're talking to, uh, Gemma in the Enfield. Gemma? Yes. You right? Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Why have you gone to Mardi? I haven't. You I'm got, fine. Oh, well, you got to... Something's changed. I was just changed. talking to Teresa and the bird. Teresa and the bird? Yeah. Wasn't that a 70s sitcom? <laughs> no, I'm thinking of BJ and the bear. Oh, no, no. No, okay. Who's Teresa? She sounds nice. My work colleague. Is she, is she any good? But you spoke to her before. Oh, yeah, she was drunk, wasn't she? No, we were seeing five in the car. Yeah, oh, that was it? Yeah, she was yeah. drunk, wasn't she? No, she wasn't drunk. We just finished work. Okay, you shouldn't be calling me and singing songs in the car, according to that idiot who phoned Hand up earlier. Hand free. Uh, exactly. It's not illegal. Yeah, I know, and he, should, he should get stuffed. You should get alive. We've had a, it's been a, there's been a couple of rows the last couple of days. I don't want people to think I'm, you know, I'm not trying to become some obnoxious James Whale kind to of. To be fair, you are the oracle. You what? are the all seeing, all knowing. Thank you. Correct. At last, someone who respects my true position. 
Yes. Anyway, so you, hang on. You have got a trendy shopping trolley. Yes. You're, they sell like them a, in our goose. It's like getting a flipping blood out of a stone here, isn't it? Come on, give me some details, girl. Yeah, it's like, you get, it's, it's loads of grannies have them. It's just, it's like a, uh, like a, a bag, like yeah. quite a thick a plastic bag. Uh, it's, it's on two wheels. Yeah, a shopping trolley. No, but it's not like got the metal frame. It's just got the bag on the wheels. But I don't mean like... Oh, oh my God, there's a bird landed on my shoulder. Sorry. What? Oh, the I... parrot landed on my shoulder. I don't like birds very much. Well, kill it. Whoa! Right, hang on, looking up shopping trolley on Argus. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't mean like a shop shopping trolley, like a supermarket shopping trolley. No, no, not the You know the old grannies that push That's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. This is, this is similar, but instead of having the frame, it's just a plastic bag on wheels. Is yours the stripy fold-away shopping trolley? It's not stripy. Is it the adjustable shopping trolley navy check? No, it's green. Is it the marketeer stair climber? How much did yours cost? Uh, $19.99. Oh, there's not one here for nineteen. Oh, this is the adjust- this is the, the adjustable shopping trolley. Here we go. This is this one. It just looks like a sort of big sack. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's the fella. And it's got like a flap on the top. Yeah, sack on wheels. What did you say? A sack on wheels. She said sack on wheels. I thought she was expressing anger at wheels then for a second. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> no. just the way that the phone sometimes makes, makes your lovely voice sound like a swear. I'm oh, looking at it. It looks good. It's, 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 it's it does. It's, it's very it's, practical. They've reduced it by five quid now. Is it the new cor- <coughs> Excuse me, where did that come from? Uh, we, we were debating whether young people can get away with, with, with using them. I mean, you think it's all right, do you? All right. Well, I, I only use it when my other half's not with me because he refuses to oh, call don't, me while I'm pulling the shopping Don't call him your other half. <laughs> Why not? Because that's- no, you'll be calling him your partner next. Well, he is. Oh, no, he's not your- he's your boyfriend! <laughs> he's your lover! He's not your- he's not your partner! Oh, guess, um, you know the guy that does the travel? Um, no. Who? Simon Bennett. Um, no. Yes. Oh. Simon Bennett Ross. Yes, I do know. Yes, of course I know Simon, Simon Bennett, Bennett Ross. Yes. Yeah, he's got a lovely voice. Sorry? He's got a very nice telephone voice. You're just, you're moving, just about to move into with a bloke. I'm just saying. Don't tell Can him Can I that. not express my opinion? Not re- What about my voice? Um, it's not as nice as his, but it's nice. Flipping hell. Gemma, I'm going to cut you off now. No. Bye. Oh, wait, 7090909073, for goodness sakes. Yes, Simon Bennett has a lovely, lovely voice. I think he can maybe smile a bit when he's doing the travel. Just, just, maybe he could slip in a song, or he could, uh, you know, he could, t- maybe he could tell, Simon, I don't know if you're listening, Simon, you may be doing the travel on 11.52, I don't know. But if you could maybe put a couple of jokes in this time, because it's a bit miserable if you're stuck in, put in a joke. T- tell us a funny anecdote. Tell, tell us something. Just, you know, Gemma likes your voice. She thinks your voice is better than mine. Then, uh, put, put a joke in. Maybe, maybe sing a little bit. Just, it's just a suggestion. It's just a suggestion. Uh, Babek's in the Mitchum. Hello, Babek, my friend. Hello, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Thank you for- co- Yeah, I, I listened to the, uh, your conversation with the caller. Which, uh, which one? We, we, we take many calls. The one who talked about the hands-free. Um, was that Martin? I don't know his name. Okay, so you weren't paying much attention, okay. Uh, yeah, I was listening. But you didn't know, you don't know his name? Don't know his name. Okay, so uh, you weren't paying that much I attention. Didn't, I didn't like the way that you spoke to him. So? so that's why I'm putting it up. Okay, so why, why are you telling me? Because, uh, I don't think that was good. Why not? What was wrong with it? He he phoned up with a rubbish argument that was uh, made no point at all, had no fact or basis behind it, uh, and that the, the, that wasn't the reason he was angry. He was angry with something else that he didn't have the guts to say. So, wh- okay. where's your problem? All right, I, I didn't like the way that you called him an idiot. He was an idiot, Babek. You called him a sod. I called him a what? A, st- a sod. A sod, yes. He was, he was an idiotic sod. And you called him a coward. Yes, he's a coward. 
So you put the phone down at the end, he knew he'd lost the argument. Babek! Babek! I Babek. Don't think you understood what his point of view was. Babek, he didn't either. Babek, you're a coward. I'm not a coward, you're a coward. What's your real name? Babek. What's your real name? That's my real name. Is that your real name? Yes. You sure? What's your real name? Uh, Ian. Ian what? Ian Lee. Okay, my real name is Babek. Babek Hussainian. Mm, don't believe you. I don't believe you either. But, like, the thing what, is... What, what reason do you have not to believe me? Because I think you're lying. I think Why you're a liar. I think you're a liar. You Why? phoned up just because you think you can get one over. Why are we having so many rows today? I don't mind, because exactly. I win... I Why, win... Why are you such an argumentative person? Babek, why don't I you... I up to say to you that I didn't know <coughs> the way you spoke to that person. What's your problem? Why, why does that mean I'm lying? You finished? You gonna listen? You gonna listen to me? I've listened to you. Okay, go ahead. Are you going to listen to me? I'm listening. Are you going to listen to me, though, I'm or are you listening. just going to sit there? I'm listening, hearing and listening. Not listening. Not listening. listening. Is active. I'm listening. Not listening. Are you going to listen to me, Babek, or are you just going to sit there and wait till I finish talking, then come in with something that's completely irrelevant? Did I do that before? Yes, you did. No, I didn't. I'm listening. Go ahead. Say what you want to say. Babek, you have phoned up to support a man whose name you don't even remember... You didn't even really hear what was going on. You think you know his argument when he didn't even know his argument. But, Beck, you're an idiot. Well, and also, why are you phoning me to tell me you didn't like it? Listen. No, I'm not I'm finished, but hey! I'm not, Babek, I've, Babek, I've not finished! I have not finished, you said you were listening. Do me All the, right. do me the decency to, to do right. as you promised you were gonna do. To respond to you after you finish talking. I, you, I will let you do that as long as you do respond to me, and don't come back with, I will go ahead in a minute. As long as you do respond to me, and don't come back with some stupid irrelevant thing that means nothing, okay? Okay, I'm asking you a question. Okay, okay. Okay. You think you know that guy's argument, he didn't know his argument. You phoned up to tell me you weren't happy with what I did. So what? Why should I care what Barbeck in the Mitchum thinks? If you don't like it, Barbeck, go and listen to Talk Sport. Are you taking part in this or am I wasting my time? Because you're getting on my nerves now. I don't know if you've finished yet. Have you finished? Oh, Barbeck, you finished. I'm cutting you off, mate. You're, you're talking, talking nonsense, mate. Bye-bye. I'm not going to talk to a child like that. Flipping hell. Barbeck, are you still there? Do you want to come back? You're not going to let me respond. Because you, you're acting like an idiot, mate. You're no, acting no, like you're an, idiot. an idiot. You know and you're the type of person that wouldn't dare to say something like that in people's face. I'll say it to your face, mate. Of course come I'll say it to your face. We'll meet somewhere and you say it to <laughs> yeah. my face. Barbeck, we're going to meet somewhere and I'm going to say... Of course, I'm not, I'm not going to meet you. You sound like a lunatic. You're and you're the coward. Yeah, sure. I'm the coward, Barbeck. Barbeck, say hello to Bo. Hello, Bo. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine. How's it going? I'm not too bad. I'm here to back you up. 100%, Bless you. mate. What, what? Wally. I bet you're Wally, mate. You know what you're talking about. Babek, he's talking to you, mate. I was speaking to you. I don't know why you're bringing other people into it. Because you're a coward and you can't, you can't deal with it. I'm not a coward. Mate, I'll meet up with you. I'll meet up with you. You name the place and the time and I'll be there. Mug. Ian, I'm speaking to you. Ah, a little bottle in it. I, you're bringing, I can bring other people as well. What's that got to do with anything? He's a coward, Ian. You're right, mate. He is, isn't he? The thing is, though, Barbeck, you can't have a decent argument. You don't listen. You don't... You've come on with an agenda. You've got an agenda. Your agenda is you want to have a go at me, you want to take me down a peg or two. Mate, you haven't got the intelligence or the wit or the style to do it. You're embarrassing yourself. Please go away, Barbeck. Barbeck, go away. You're going to let me respond now? Go away. You're very, uh... Barbeck! I can see the, the type of... Barbeck! Yes, you can. You can see it. You can. Go I away. I've got other prisoners on, the sh on, this pro on this channel. Brilliant. They're all... They're not me. None of them are like you. No, they're... Obviously. Exactly. None of them are like me. We'll clip that. We'll use that in a trail. None of them are like me, Barbeck. Go away. No, you go away. I'll hang up then. 
Bye-bye. Bye, that was the funniest bit of radio I've ever heard. Yeah. So, cheers, Bo. Sorry, I mean, why is everyone having a go at me today? Oh, what have I done? Well, exactly, mate, you're beautiful. The beautiful, the way you com- combated him there with your your vocal vespers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to do a job, mate. I'm just trying to make everyone's journey home a little easier. I've got Martin phoning me up having a go at me. I've got Babek phoning me up having a go at me. What What am I doing? Ian, I was crying, mate, with laughter with oh. that bloke. He didn't know what he was talking about. And then that girl got on and... I'll, you know, well, she, she Helen sorted she, him out. Helen put him in yeah, his place. Helen's ours, mate. They're beautiful. I'd love to have a cabbie with, yes. <laughs> who has trouble with her ours. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. What what can I do to make people love me, Bo? Oh, go topless, mate. Always. <laughs> 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 Cheers, mate. What is going on? I don't want to listen because then it makes it all. If we just keep round with people, it makes it all sound like I'm doing some James Whale contrived, aren't I controversial? Please, can we just have some love this afternoon? A little bit of love, eh? Oh, it's seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. It's the phone number if you want to call. If you want to spread a little bit of love through London, that's all we're asking for. Also, we're getting rid of the round uh, and shopping trolleys. We think they're the coolest thing going. More of your calls after this. I'll tell you what's wrong with the world. Formerly known as the three hour, four till seven in the afternoon weather show. And relax. We're all a little bit more chilled out there. Everyone's nice and friendly, which is great stuff. Uh, dearie and my honey. Lady Lindy of the Chipstead. We went to a bar once uh, where we met a couple who we didn't know too well. When we approached, we noticed they were drinking half a lager. My husband offered to get a round in which they then proceeded to order an expensive cocktail each. Rounds are not good, especially when there are cheap sponges like that. Uh, Ian says, that bus driver dude, ask him what happened to the rubbish actor who was also on it. This is this whole bus driving programme, which I missed. The big red bus. Did you see it? Was it any good? It's the kind of thing I'd sort of like. Oh, it's seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Sophie's in the Gerard's Cross. Hello, Sophie. Hello. Hey, Sophie, how's it going? Oh, uh, good. You've not phoned up to have a go at me, have you? No, I oh, phoned f- you up yesterday. Oh, did, did you? Oh, badges? Yes. Hello, yes. Uh, yeah, I was just wondering if you were wearing your badge. No, oh, do you know what? I'm not, because I'm not wearing my suit jacket. I don't think it would look good. I'm, wear- I'm wearing a hoodie. Is, that, is it inappropriate for a 32-year-old man to wear a hoodie? No, it isn't. Nice one, thank you. That's good. Uh, so I'm not wearing the suit jacket, but yes, I should have. I did say I was going to wear it, didn't I? Do, do you yeah. Have, do you feel I've let you down slightly? Yes. How about if I if I wear if I promise to wear it tomorrow? I'll come in with the suit jacket and I'll have the badge on. Okay. Is that okay? Yeah. What's the badge look like? Well, it's like it's tiny. It's maybe um uh like a, two centimeters in diameter, and it's black, and it's got a tiny picture of a cardboard robot. Cardboard? What? what? Card- cardboard robot. <laughs> what? It's cool. Cardboard robot is cool. What? What? What's that? Who? Who? Who's that? My friend. Vicky. Isby. Is Isby? Yeah. Oh, that's it, a cracking like name. Nickname like color okay. is Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Yeah, shut up, Isby. Yeah, it's cardboard robot. The car- Does it represent anything? It represents the cardboard robot. It's a robot made of cardboard. <laughs> What? What's so funny? What have I said that's funny? Yeah, it's a cardboard robot. Yeah. How are robots cardboard? How they are metal? It's just a badge, Sophie! <laughs> it's not a real robot! <laughs> yeah, yes, but, it's, but uh, theoretically, ro- ro- robots have to be metal. Theoretically, they don't have to. You could easily... We're going to have a row again. You could easily <laughs> have a cardboard robot. doesn't matter what it's housed in, as long as the, the, the me- mechanism is there. Well, well, there has to be metal inside it, but you should do it all cardboard. Well, it's, it, it's, car- it's a cardboard robot. <laughs> okay then. Thank you, Sophie. Thank you very much for that. 
973. That's the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, by the way, Agent Chris isn't here today after a falling out. Spectacular falling out. Helen behind the glass is producing, uh, doing a superb job. We're getting rid of uh, rounds. Uh, and uh, Are you a young, younger person that has a shopping trolley? I'd like to speak to I'd like to speak to a gentleman that's got a shopping trolley of any age. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We need two correspondents, please, for the daily five thirty eight correspondent update, which we do every day now. Uh, it's just a little bit of little nugget, little factoid. I can't say that Steve Wright copyright. Ah, it's just a bit of information. We do need two of the correspondents. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. If you want to make sure you're not one of the correspondents to get the boot next week, Annie's in the Parsons Green. Hello, Annie. I just rang up to say I think you're being a bit of a bully to, what's his name, Burbeck? Hello? 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 Yeah, hello, Annie. Hi, I'm just ringing up to say I think you're a bit <coughs> of a bully to, what was his name, Burbeck? Whatever, yeah. Yeah, well, I just, I, just, I just think he had a point to make and you wouldn't let him make it. What was his point, Annie? His point was that, I mean, the other guy was being okay, so he's being a bit boring about, um, I mean, I'm talking what, to What was, Bur- don't, don't, don't give me any waffle, what was Burbeck's point? Burbeck's point was that you had been rude to the guy that rang up about hands-free. But Burbeck, Annie, Burbeck was wrong. I hadn't been rude to him. The guy was being rude to me and was being rude... You don't... This is the problem with all of you. You're not listening. He was being rude... I'll tell you what then, Annie. Annie, Annie, if you're listening, shut up and listen. He was being rude to me, he was being rude to one of my callers, and he was making false accusations. He was saying things... His whole argument was things that were not true. That's why. And also, when you have an argument, things get like that, and one of you wins. I won. So no, I wasn't being didn't. a bully. I wasn't being a bully. No, you didn't. And the other guy that yes, you brought in that sort of said, oh, I'm going to, you can meet me anywhere, da, da, da. We don't condone oh, violence that here. Pathetic. That was, Burbeck was, was... <laughs> no, no, it was the Annie, other guy as well. The guy was... You've the, not been listening to... The thing is... Yes, you wasn't. Uh, Burbeck was the first person to bring up meeting somewhere for a fight. Yes, the person you're de- I agree with you. The yes, person you're defending, that. the person you're defending, is phoning up, uh, yes. he, he raised the point of meeting somewhere for a fight. How ridiculous, how can I, as an, as an intellectual radio presenter, have a decent argument with someone whose initial reaction is to say, I tell you what, let's meet up and I'll punch you. How can, no, I can't do that. No, but that was initial argument. That was later on when, when he, that was, he, he felt that you weren't arguing with him. That's what he, he had to resort to, Annie. Cut him off. He had to resort to the fact that it wasn't going to cut him off. He had to resort to the fact that he's an idiot. That's what he had to but resort you to. You did the same with the other guy that rang up that was oh. defending you, and then he said that he was going to take you Burbank. Don't he said, oh, I'll meet you any time, blah, blah, blah. He was blah. joking, that fella. He was joking. Well, I don't know what he was. It's no, you don't know what he was, because you weren't listening. And you, oh, Annie, no. Annie, this is embarrassing, because you don't, you, you're phoning up, you don't know who you're defending, you don't know anybody's names, you don't know what your argument is. You haven't even got an argument, Annie. Yes, I have, and that's the trouble, because what? you're not letting me put it. Tell me your argument. My argument is the way that you treated Burbeck. Burbeck? And making a point. Burbeck was an was, idiot who was making, who was... He was no, an idiot. He wasn't. Like he you was are, Annie. Point. Annie, I'm going to have to go. So we go. Do you want to stay? Do you want to talk after the break? No, oh, I don't know. I don't know whether it's worth it because you keep calling me an idiot. Shut up. Yeah, four till seven in the afternoon wireless show. Annie, why should it concern you how I speak to Barbeck? Because I don't like bullies. Wasn't bullying him. He was bullying yes, me. He was the one yes, threatening. Because he you're was... in a position where you know you can flick a switch and you can. Um, 
and he and, and, and you can didn't do that. Can't speak anymore. Didn't do that to didn't do that to Burbeck. Didn't do that to Martin. If there's a row, I'm more than happy as long as they don't use bad well, language. You did in the end. You don't listen. You did in the end, no, I didn't, Annie. Out. Annie, yes, you did, and then didn't. you kicked him out, and you brought the other guy. Annie, to pick up for you. You didn't listen, did you? You yes, didn't listen. I did. Who did I cut yes, off? I did, and I'm listening now. Who did I cut off? You, basically, you brought the other guy in when Burbeck was trying to disagree with you. You brought the Annie, other guy in. that's not the question. Listen to the question. Listen to the yes. question. Yes. Listen. Who did I cut off? In the end, you cut Burbeck off. No, I didn't. didn't. have a chance to have an argument with no, you. No, I didn't, Annie. He put the phone down. Exactly. Because he, he felt he couldn't go any what? further with what? you. Hang on. Wait, you're saying I, put, I cut him off, yet you're acknowledging he put the phone down. Yes, because he... You're he, an he's idiot. Right, Annie... Annie, you're an idiot. Well, you're contradicting yourself. I call you an idiot. You call me what you want, I don't care. The thing is, I'm calling you it because you are one. You're contradicting yourself. You're accusing me. You're Listen, you are. You're accusing me of cutting him off, but I didn't cut him off. He put his own phone down. He hung up. Yes, because he felt he couldn't get anywhere. Oh, you're so stupid. Trying to have an argument with you, and you basically wouldn't let him speak. But you, you accept the fact that I didn't cut him off. Okay. Do you right. accept that? So that's a false accusation. Technically, I, well, no, technically, no, technically, technically, if you're having a phone conversation, either someone cuts you off or you hang up. Oh he hung up. You're wrong, oh. Annie. You're wrong. No, Phil, no, Phil's no, in Dorking. Phil, Phil, do you know what Annie's banging on about? Oh, I don't know what she's banging on about. I'm a bit bored of her. I'm bored of her really? as well. Exactly. Yeah. See, now you're doing it again. Anyway, I'm going to go. Of course you are, because you're a coward. Bye-bye. 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 Coward. Yeah, absolutely. The thing is, I don't mind having a row, but I don't want false accusations being made. Like the mo- she was saying, I cut him off. Didn't cut either of those blokes off. They both he, put the phone down. He hung up. Exactly. I, I was listening. And yet she's saying, oh, it's the same thing because you tricked him. I didn't. I won the argument. He knew he couldn't win. He put. Yeah. Phil, why is everyone doing this to me today? I don't know, mate. You know, I've never rung up a radio station in my life ever, ever at all, ever. And yet today I've been emoted to ring you up to tell you that oh. not everybody's against you. You're a good lad. I appreciate that because sometimes I think, uh, you know, I think I might I, I might give David Prever a call see if he wants to come back. I don't know if I can take this. I've done I've done nothing wrong today. No, I, I think you've just uh, you've had arguments with people that can't argue and don't want to listen. Well, this is the thing. I'm being called a bully. Someone has to win in an argument, and I'm winning because yeah. I'm better at arguing than these idiots that are calling in. Yeah, and they don't listen to your point, and then they start off with something that has nothing to do with what you've just said. That's the key thing, is that they're not listening. If they were listening, then we could move forward and maybe even reach some compromise somewhere. I think there's a difference between hearing and listening, which school kids like him didn't really get. Phil, listen, thank you. Very wise words. Thank you very much for that, my friend. Well, that's nice. He's never phoned a radio station before, and he's called in to support me. Well, not to support me, but just to say, you know, it's not all that bad. Listen, I don't mind having an argument. I'd rather not. But if you're going to do it, don't lie and listen. That's all you got to do. Anyway, we're still getting rid of rounds. We're still talking about shopping trolleys. And unfortunately, I'm still here for another hour and a half. Hello, you. It's a bit of a stressful show today. It's been a stressful day. So this is great therapy for me. I'm loving this. Thank you. Been a stressful, stressful day for many, many reasons. But uh, I don't know why everyone's funny up to have got me. I don't know what I've done to warrant this. Really don't know. But, you know, we'll see what happens for the rest of the day. Wait for the music to end. It's a good song. 
Ah, Agent Chris isn't here. We had a falling out a couple of days ago. Maybe that's this is where this is all coming from. Maybe this is because because I fell out with him and it's uh, bad vibes. I don't know. Helen behind the glass is producing, doing a superb job. Uh, we're talking about getting rid of rounds. Uh, you go into a pub with your mates. I'm only drinking soft drinks. I shouldn't be forced to buy alcoholic drinks with them. It cost me a fortune. I'm losing an absolute blooming fortune. Go, oh, you're going to have uh, double Jack Daniels and Coke. You're going to have a beer. I'm just going to get an orange juice for me. Not fair. So we're getting rid of those. And also, does anybody have a shopping trolley? We found Gemma in the Enfield, who's, who's youngish. She's trendy-ish. Ish. Uh, although she had a parrot. Uh, she's got a shopping trolley. We think they're the new thing. Not the ones you have in supermarkets, the ones you pull behind you with the, like, the sort of basket thing type thing going. Oh, wait, seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. Uh, Barry's in the Watford. Hello, Barry. Uh, hello, Ian. Hello, mate. You're not going to have a go at me as well, are you? Well, no. I, I spoke to Helen <laughs> yes. and said you've had a, ta- uh, well, a tough time. I said, what's happened? I've had a lot of... <laughs> you're not going to believe this, Barry. I've had a lot of people phoning me up and having a yeah. real go at me. Some guy called called Burbeck, some yeah. woman whose name I can't even remember, and a guy called Martin. All had a go at me, but they really nasty goes at well, me. Well, yes, if they want to know about it, I'll meet them Watford. No. I'll, three, I'll give a one-two spank. No. No, Barry, we're not doing that. I got told off because some fella it's asked me... Well, that's all right. I had to give him a flea in there, yeah. No, yeah, to give fleas in there is fine, but we cannot condone the... I got told off already for saying I'd meet some bloke outside for a fight. Well, that's... Not even a Sheikha Tommy, that's judo, that is... What is? Arfold. What is? Get him in a Sheikha Tommy. A Sheikha Tommy? Yeah, Sheikha Tommy, that's... <laughs> no, we can't condone... That. We can't even condone Sheikha no, Tommy. can't even say it, no. No, can't even say it. Don't even say it. Look, it's the, the martial art that they're not speak its name. What about saying nice? A times table competition. Because the kids don't know enough all, do they, you know? A times table. See, there's a ping of that, you know? Because well, I've got, you know, I'm quite sharp with, you know, any times table you want. Go on. Six times for three. Uh, Eighteen. Love it, okay. Five times nine. Is it 18 again? No, it's, I don't think it's 18. 40, 45. Well done. T- 10 times 11. 10 to 11. 10 to 11. 10 to 10. Oh, you see, the old magic, you know, wouldn't it be nice for the... You know, that anyone could pass a GCE nowadays, couldn't I, I think he might... <laughs> I, I, Barry, can I, can I say... I think he might be a little bit dull. Well, once you start getting into the 11s and 12s, it hops up, you know. 11, 12, 132, you know, so I mean, it's not, a, well, it's not a great competition. That or Eddie Waring impressions, so is my idea, you know. Who's, who's, who's Eddie Waring? It's an up and under, you know. Or Americans we done yesterday. I, I went to my American neighbour and asked him, I just turn up, I go, buttocks, you know. Yes. But he looks at me, buttocks. <laughs> and he went for buttocks. Is it? That's you. That's you. Listen, um, listen, this is you from yesterday. Buttocks? Here we go. There's a little bit more. Get ready. Only one for buttocks. What are you like? Does your Margaret, does your Margaret, though, you're on local radio talking about buttocks all the time? Well, this American fella goes to me, oh, you know how they speak, you know, in a funny way. And he goes, oh, what an attractive woman about Margaret. I said, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, she's a lot of things, but attractive... By no shape or form of the imagination. He's an old charmer. I said, Paul, the other one has got bells on. <laughs> yes. 
my sixes, 54. Oh dear. Barry, it's hopeless, isn't it? I no, think... I'll have another thing. Have another. Come up, if you can come up with a good, a good idea for a competition or even a topic one day, I'm more than happy to listen to it. Well, I'll have a, a thing. You but know. but I, I don't think I don't think the times table competition is going to get the young people phoning in. I'm afraid, mate. No uh, logarithms. I think we better say goodbye, Barry. Uh, no, no, hopeless. Not good. Oh dear. Maybe there's something. No, there isn't anything in it. Joe's in the Sid Cup. Hello, Joe. Hi. Hey, Joe. How's it going? I'm good. You're right. Yeah. What can I do for you? Uh, not much. I go to like Wilmington Grammar School. Where did you go to? Where? Sorry. Wilmington Grammar School. I went to Herschel Grammar School in Slough. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How old are you? I'm 32. How old are you? 11. Nice one. 11's a good age. Yeah. It gets, it gets, the best ages I've been, I've had two best ages. One best age was 15, and 24 was really good. Then after that, it's all downhill, mate. Hmm. Seriously. What, what was your, what would you say was your best subject? My best subject at school, I quite enjoyed history when it was like English history, but then we started doing American history, and that's really boring. Uh, drama was quite good. English was good. Reading and stuff, that was good. Hmm. What's, what, what's your best? I like PE. Oh, yeah. I, mm, what, what do you like doing in PE? Football. Oh, I, I didn't like football, you see. No. At least I like running. I used to like sprinting. Like 400 metres. I was good at that. <laughs> so have you been listening to the show? Yeah. What? Now, be honest with me, Joe. What do you think of the show so far? Brilliant. Really? Yeah. What do you think of all those rude people that were being nasty to me? I just think they're total idiots. Yeah, I think they're total idiots as well. What are you doing this evening, Joe? Got anything planned? No, not really. Gonna, we going to watch a bit of telly? Yeah. Uh, you gonna, have you got an Xbox or anything? No. You're not? Got a PS2. Oh, go, you, what are you playing on the PS2 at the moment? Um, FIFA Street. What are you playing? FIFA Street. FIFA? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, bit, I'm a good bit of, like a bit of FIFA. Okay. Joe, anything else before I go, mate? Um, yeah, you know those two correspondents you're looking for? Yes. My cousin. He, he says that, you know, the, the, that, that, Annabelle, who is it? Oh, Annabelle? Yeah. That's your cousin? No. But he thinks that she's a right hottie. Oh, well, hey, well, do you know what? You may, you may be right, Joe. I'm going to have to make a move, mate. Okay, then. Thanks for that. Bye-bye. Well, there you go, you see. Uh, we're still looking for one correspondent, I think. We need one more correspondent, do we? I'm seriously, I'm getting rid of three next week. I'm not having this, because this is not on. This is very, very naughty. The correspondents were supposed to be an integral part of the team. You're part of the team. And I feel a lot of you have let me down. So if you want to make sure you don't get the sack from the correspondent list... You better book your place now. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Uh, Simone's in the plaza. Simone, hi Ian. How are you? I'm fine because I was having a little chat with Joe. I don't know what that was about, <laughs> but it was nice. Uh, I'm a little bit late. Can I come back to you after the news? Of course you can. Is yeah. that all right? Yep. You, you're not going to have a go at me, are you? Absolutely not. God bless you. In that case, stay there, Simone. We'll come back. Well, that's nice. Joe was lovely. That was good. Nice little chitty chat. Maybe we can make that a regular feature. I don't know. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the phone number. The, the phones have gone really busy. Uh, I think mainly people who want to have a fight. But you should be able to get through if you keep trying. Uh, email ian at lbc.co.uk. More of your calls after this. Joe. Now, what's happening here is we're getting a lot of naughty people calling in, pretending they're correspondents, knowing that Helen behind the glass might not be gender up, and we've got a big list. I'm not 100% gender up on everyone. And so, uh, so I'm, before I mention his name on the radio, I'm just going to quickly... S- yeah, it's not that. Sometimes they, the names are slightly different, though, for the... There's not a Roadworks correspondent. Is there a guy called Philip? No, he's a fraud. Philip, you're a fraud! 
trying to call in and trick us and sneak in under. We, we have the correspondence for today. Let me just say, they won't be getting the sack next week. They will not be getting the boot next week, the people that we've got. So, there we go. Uh, before the break, we had Simone in the Plastone. Simone, hello. Hello, Ian. How are you? I'm very well. Sorry for keeping you waiting so long. That's okay. Ian, I've got a theory on why everybody's attacking you today. Oh, yeah, go on. <clears throat> it's totally... You just... You started off by talking about drinkers, and they're a bit conniving. Here we go. And they've probably got all together... Genius. ...and decided, we're, on Friday night now, people are going to start saying, we want to buy our own drink. Yeah. And they thought, let's attack Ian Lee. There's panic. There's panic amongst the boozers uh-huh. of Britain because of me. Yeah. It's going to cost... I mean, I like chocolate cake, Ian, but I wouldn't sit next to a diabetic and expect them to pay for it. Um, it's not fair. Why didn't we think of that analogy for, for the right at the top of the show? That that's borderline genius. That's the sentence I've been looking for. Oh, You're absolutely spot you. on. The boozers are all are all panicking now because it means they're mm-hmm. going to have to get some money out of their pockets and pay for their own drinks and not be subsidised by those people who don't drink. Exactly, and they always have a friend who doesn't drink. Yeah. Oh man. It's Which not, is you and I. It's, it's not nice getting bullied at work like this, is it? It's not. Take, I have to say something, though, Ian. I yep. do apologise to, to Pinky for getting him, for making you call him the other day. Oh, that was you. You're that Simone. This Sorry, yeah, this was... like a girl, and it's, like, really annoying me now. This is, like, mm. this is the phone call we did yesterday when we do... The, we yeah. do a thing where... Let me explain. We do a thing where uh, if someone sends an email, I will phone up a friend or a relative or something. Uh, and he was... He, he wasn't as... <laughs> he was trying to pretend it wasn't his phone to start with. I know, but and he said, oh, you let my undercover name go. Oh, did no one know that he's called, <laughs> that George is actually called Pinky? Exactly. Everyone knows he's called Pinky. Is this Pinky's phone? <laughs> N- no. No, who is this? <laughs> Was he all right, though? He didn't, he, he's not going to, uh, you know, hit me or anything, is he? No, he's not, he's... He's as weak as a girl's blouse. Ah, well, then there we go. <laughs> Simone, listen, thank you very much for nominating. You're By the way, if anyone else wants to, uh, wants to nominate someone to receive a phone call, what it is, is kind of, we kind of do it in the afternoon about two, half two, uh, uh, after I popped in Sienna generally. Uh, and we give someone a call. It can be a friend or a relative. Uh, and we have a little chitty chat. Uh, and then they're allowed to ask me one question. One question. Anything they want. And I don't care what it is. I genuinely don't care what it is. They can ask me anything. If it's a bit too rude to play out on the radio, we'll bleep it. But the person who's asked me will hear the answer. I will give them an honest answer. 100%. So far, the best questions we've had have been, where have David Prever gone, and how much money do you get paid? I gave them both the answers. Uh, if you want me to, to do that uh, to, to a friend of yours, then send me an email, ianlbc.co.uk, with their name, their number, you know, a good time to catch them, and a little bit about them. It's quite handy. Jenny's in the chest, and hello, Jenny. Hi, how you doing? Ah, I could do with a lie down. Oh, could you? Listen, I'm loving you today. I yes, love you sir. every day, but I really love you today. You're very, very kind. I feel a bit, I feel a bit put upon. But uh, People are calling me a bully. I'm not a bully. I'm having argue. If people want to argue, then I'll defend my corner, but it's not me that's bullying. Good on you. Bless Good you. Yes. Now, what can I do for you, my dear? I just want to tell you, shopping trolleys are the business. Mm. I have just used my shopping trolley. I've just paraded, and I'm only... Well, I'm, the kids are listening in the car with my husband. Hello, guys. And, uh, Hello, guys! Hello, guys! <laughs> my husband's struggling to kind of get you, but uh, the kids love you, and I love you. you know Hang it. on. The, the husband's struggling to get me? <laughs> <laughs> you don't mean in terms of reception, either, do you? <laughs> He ain't understanding this lanky fool. He loves you on telly, he doesn't get you on radio. Now, isn't that funny? They, 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 a lot of people say, a lot, I get a lot of emails people saying, I used to hate you on the telly, but I prefer you on the radio. No, he loves you on the telly, but he's, he's yeah. probably struggling now. He's so, been very uh, disappointed for many years to come, I'm afraid, but never mind. But listen, I'm, I'm a uh, woman of a certain age, but listen, 50, I've got 50. a shopping trolley, I've just used it, I've taken some parcels to the post office, I've paraded along Chesant High Street yeah. with my trolley, and I reckon that if Kate Moss had one, 
or Sienna Miller had one, yeah. and it was Burberry. Yeah. Everyone would want one. Of course it would. Or was, was... A whole lot of them all up and down the street in the fashion magazines with the trolleys. What are those horrible uh, bags, the handbags, that are, that are really expensive, but they, they look horrible. They're kind of dark brown. Is it Prada or Versace oh, yeah, or something? And they and look Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. That's it. I say, I think it's a horrible design, the Louis Vuitton. So do I. But listen, my trolley comes from Argus. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm aware of them. And I've got three of them, I'm very sad. Three? That's a little bit uh, <laughs> retentive, Jenny. <laughs> we actually deliver a, um, um, a magazine in our area, so yeah. we use them for that. But they've got them down curved, yeah. they're fad. Yeah, they're long quite... Live the trolley, and long live buying your own drinks in the pub. I don't drink either, so I'm with you on that one. Jenny, it's a shame you're married, because I would be down on one knee asking you to marry me. Thank you very much, Jenny. Bye-bye. See, so there are some. My faith has been restored in humanity. Thank you, everybody. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. We, we are. I think. I, I think we've managed to turn it back from those nasty, obnoxious people. We are talking about getting rid of the shop. Uh, getting rid of not re- getting rid of the shopping trolley for God's sakes. Getting rid of the round. You know what it's like when you go into a pub, and you're with your mates, and you're thinking, "I'm I'm driving. I'm not drinking tonight." But I'm going to be involved in the round system. This is going to cost me a fortune. I can't afford it. Let's get rid of the round. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. Excuse me, I've got a frog in my throat. <clears> throat. I've been doing that a lot the last couple of days, just clearing my throat a lot, which is worrying me because I think that's how Clive's voice went. I'm worried it's going to go. Uh, and also, we're, we're celebrating the magic. We're saluting the shopping trolley. What can we do to make the shopping trolley hip and cool? To everybody out there. Bradley's in the vehicle. Hello, Bradley. How you doing? I've, I've got to clear my throat again. I'm going to press a button so you can't hear me. Excuse me, hang on. <clears throat> oh, you caught the end of that. Sorry. Got a frog in my throat. I'm fine, Bradley. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Lovely. Um, what can I do for you, sir? First, first time I've really ever spoke, uh, listened to your show. Okay. Um, I usually re- listen to, to music, because I'm driving a lot. What, what Do you listen um, to the radio music or do your own CDs or something? No, radio music. What, 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 what station? Uh, classic FM. Oh, you see, yes. Well, we 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 don't come anywhere close to classic FM. I'm afraid. Yeah. Sorry. Well, that, that's why I found that. I'm just okay. a bit amazed. Um, yeah. Uh, 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 about you know, uh, I was listening to uh, a guy, and then the, the other guy said that um, he wants to fight, and that, and I, I just thought to myself, the whole thing, what a waste of time. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Violence is a waste of time. You're right. We do, we certainly don't condone violence on this show. In fact, we actually were running a campaign a couple of months ago to to get rid of all violence. Um, so I agree with you, yeah. Well, I just have a question, really. Um, what is the show about? Sorry? What is your show about? Just wondered. Now, I'm going to answer that with a question itself. Why does the show have to be about anything? Um, well, if you listen to, say, a music station... Um, They're not about anything. It, it's, it's about music. It's, um, it, it's satisfying, it's relaxing. Or, yeah, but know, that's uh, not what it's about. It's not about relaxing. What, what, music shows aren't about anything. Maybe the chart show is about the charts, but the general music show isn't about anything. Why does a show have to be about anything? Just think well, about it for a second. Yeah, well, actually, perhaps today it does fit in with the everyday life, because yeah. uh, there's a lot of stuff that goes on today that's not mm. about anything. Yeah. You've answered your own um, question, haven't you, Bradley? Yeah, I have, actually. Yeah, it's all Lovely. the Jerry Springer thing. It's not about anything. It just brings out the, 
the worst of society. No, that's yeah. not. You've, you've, then you've, in that case, you haven't been listening because I think we've what we've had today. Uh, we've had a few obnoxious people, but we've had a lot of people. It's brought out the best in them. I think we've heard some really, really nice people telling us some really interesting stories. Well, sharing before I, I, I came on. Perhaps it was Share, but sharing sharing their their opinions, their views, sharing uh, things that have happened to them. That's what it's right. about. It's not, it's not about bringing the worst out. It's about trying to bring out. It's just trying to bring stuff out of people, whether it's the best or the worst, Bradley. Right. I, I probably just switched it on when when that guy was um, wanting to no. fight. So yeah, you did. Yeah. Okay. You take it easy. And you, Bradley. Thanks for calling. See you again. Bye. 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 Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Uh, should we do Annie now? Hello, Annie. Hello. How are Hello, you doing, is it Ian? Hello, Annie. Hello, Ian. Hello, Annie. Hello. Hello there. Hello there. Hi. Hi. Hello, Annie. Is that Ian? Yes, it is. You're on the radio. Oh, 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 I am. Oh, Ian. Hello. Oh well, I'm I'm just ringing up to tell you that you are a very very naughty boy. Sorry. You are a very naughty boy, Ian. I'm very sorry, Annie. I I am I, I I loved you so much up until today. Oh, really. I really loved you. Yeah. Annie, I've got to take a break. Can you stay there for a second? Uh, hurry up then, Ian. All right, I'll be as quick as I can. Enjoy. Till 7 in the afternoon while the show. Annie, hello. Hello? Sorry about that. Hello, that's all right, Ian. Yeah, I've got, we've only got 15 seconds before the news. Do you want to do it now or do you want to wait after the news? Oh, I'll do it now if you like. You've got 10 seconds. I, I, I don't mind quickies. Go on then. Okay. You've got five Ian. seconds. Yeah, uh, yeah, 15 seconds, right. Then no, five seconds. You've got four seconds. Oh, Ian, don't... Left it after the news. The new Show. We were talking to Annie in the Crawley before the break. Annie, I'm sorry about that. You know, we, we have all the time you need. That's all right, Ian. As I've told you, yep. um, I can only stay a short while now. All I want to know, tell yes. you is that the way you spoke to Tibet this afternoon... To who? It was Tibet. Tibet? Tibet. Tibet? Yes. Yes. You mean, do you mean Barbet? You know, you, uh, Barbet. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> it's only because, uh, you made a mistake a little while ago and called him Tibet. That's right. No, I didn't. I called him Burbeck. Well. I never said Tibet. <laughs> we won't argue about that, Ian. No, but, but I never, you... I never said Tibet. That's what the people no, are doing. Okay, They're calling we in. Spe- we won't spend five minutes arguing about that. Making false accusations. Uh, we always know that you like an argument when you know you... I don't like an argument. I don't want an argument. But yeah, people are phoning yeah, up making false accusations, that, Annie. As this young lady that came on before me, she was telling you that you were wrong the way you spoke to him, and he was speaking the truth. Yes. You, you, you were very, very nasty and rude to him. I wasn't and nasty. Annie, I wasn't nasty. Yes, you were. And, I wasn't. and the old man... No, I wasn't. Was on ...about you having a go at the, dr- the, uh, the woman driver... When Annie, listen to this. Listen car. to this email I've got. Listen to this email. This is an email from Jim. Yeah, all right, Ian. Listen. I'm listening. You should realise that I think soon you will face the sack because of your disrespectful attitude towards some of your audience. You have lowered the tone of LBC. You should be aware that people are turning off. It is Now, this is where it gets into accusations. It is quite clear that there are unspeakable words on the tip of your tongue. Stop mm-hmm. telling people to shut up. You shut up, you moron. Now... Annie, that, that's what you say to people, Annie, isn't it, Ian? No, I don't. Never called anyone. Oh yes, you do. You even you've even Shh. called women a silly old cow Shh. or a silly old uh, what's that other word um, that they started using? Uh, a silly old cow. Annie, Annie, and I think that's absolutely Annie. disgusting when Annie. people are speaking to you. Annie, listen, listen. You may be old, but it doesn't give you the right not to <laughs> listen to Here people. Here we go about the old. No. people. you seem to have a doesn't you seem to have a listen an obsession about old people. Yesterday you were on about. Yeah, I do, Annie. They're very. Rude. They're, they're very rude. 
Just no. because your mother has got a wheelchair. Annie? The way, no, I'm not, you're not going to shut me up because... Okay, you, you, make, your you make your point, you make your point, go on. You make your point and then you listen to me, because you're not listening, but go on, you make your point, go on. Yeah, go on. You make your point, go on. Well, well you were on about, uh, as I say, this po- this woman that was driving the car. Yeah. Huh? Ready. <laughs> make your point, who's this? <laughs> make your point. Yes, well, I'm, I'm just telling you that you're you're not very nice. You're rude. Hi. You are very rude. You're very arrogant. And it's no. one you haven't been put off of your job before now, the way you speak Annie, to people. Annie, Annie, listen, and yeah, Annie, right, this is the problem with people who... Oh, God. I, uh, yes, I, I, I you're just showing off. On, I'm going to keep on just like you do to other people, and you don't like it when it's done to you. All I'm going to say you, you are very adolescent. You always turn around and say that you're only, you're 32, and yet you turn around and say, <clears throat> uh, you turn around and say that you remember years of the, the, uh, the Second World War. Well, make up your mind. If you were in the World War, <laughs> how can you be 32? You're a liar. Right? I know, you're not going to listen, but I'm going to put the phone down now. Annie, I'm listening. Annie, Annie, I'm listening. I'm I'm doing doing what you can't do, love. I'm listening to you. I'm listening. You think, because you're old, you've got the right (laughs) to talk over people and not pay attention. You're wrong. Because you're old, you should listen more than anybody else because you've lived. Listen. Annie, you, I mean, look at her. I'll tell you what. Annie, I'm going to cut. Annie, listen, we don't. Annie, 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 turn her down a minute because she's not listening. Annie, I am going to cut you off unless you start listening because this is boring for everyone else. Okay, are you going to listen to me or am I going to cut you off because you're boring? Well, you're. Are you going to Annie? Well, then switch off. Annie, switch off. Are you going to listen to me? Are you going to listen to me or are you going to, am I going to cut you off? Goodbye. Annie, are you going to listen to me? Annie, are you going to listen to me? Oh, you You're a rude man. Annie, are you going to listen to me or am I going to cut you off? I know it's 5.38. Phone her back up. Phone her back up. Not having that. This is the problem with old people. We'll do the... This is... We're going to delay the correspondent. This is unprecedented. This is the problem with old people. They think they don't have to listen. You can't just phone up someone and do that and then hang up. I'm the rude one. I've never mentioned I've been in World War Two. We weren't talking exclusively about wheelchairs yesterday. Annie? Annie? See, she's not got the guts to talk to us. This is terrible. You can't... You can't phone up and say that. We called her up there and she's not got the guts to talk to us. Oh, dear, that's really sad. Old people like that make me very, very sad. And look, it's, it's now 5.39! It's time for the Daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. My brother in the port, the TV Times in human form correspondent. And did you know that former Vats Life presenter Howard Leader was part of a Pebble Mill at One orchestra playing the saxophone? That's how the web correspondent says, can't say goodbye to phone chatters? Then go to www.sorrygottogo.com. It's just the right place for you. Hi, this is Simon in Chelsea your half-share automotive and transport correspondent. Uh, 
Just a quickie today, having a chat with everybody in the pub. What's your pet hate? Bad parkers. We haven't got enough residence bays around because councils issue 15% less residence bays than parking permits. Smart car drivers are without any shadow of a doubt the worst parkers. They always leave a space that you can't get in on the front. And so they're the pet gripe for the automotive. And your show is absolutely brilliant. It's got life force. Goodbye. Gary, the German correspondent, says, Oh, on Wednesday is known as Midvok. It literally means midweek. Those crazy, logical Germans. I can only apologise for everybody that sets our clocks by the 5.30... We did that at 5.39. That's very, very rude. That's that, now, that has got me genuinely angry, that silly old woman. Because she thinks, because she's old... Curtis in Texas, do you agree with this? She thought, because she's old... She doesn't have to listen. And well, she, she's not obligated to listen. She's, she's obligated to listen. She yeah, you be. had a kind of a spat with her, I can understand. A uh, what? You had a spat, but she, she was a bit rambunctious. She was, wasn't she? Gosh, I, I love... Hey, Curtis, you're American. Can you say buttocks for me? I'm, a, I'm not American. Where, where are you I'm from? American. You're American? Not American. Can you say buttocks? Buttocks. Thank you very much. That's made my day. What can I do for you, Curtis? You're not going to have a go at me, are you? American is something else. Okay. Oh, yes, American, yes. Uh, yeah, uh, I was trying to figure what you were on about with this red dog saloon thing. Uh, you know, you can't buy a round. You couldn't go in the red dog saloon and not buy a round. This is a bar in Texas, is it? Yeah. But rounds, they're not fair. Well, it's a standoff, man. I mean... <clears throat> Where's, what's, what's, what's not fair about it? Well, the fact that I'm only drinking s- soft drinks and you're there drinking red-eye whiskey... Like a girl. You're drinking red-eye whiskey like a girl, you're correct. <laughs> and I'm, I'm therefore having to subsidise your boozing, but my drinks are cheaper. Well, at least you can spit there. You can it, do what? You were wrong the other day. You said there's no cowboys, there's no spittoons. Then there's none left, are there's there? There's ten spittoons placed strategically around the, the joint. It's a it's an onomatopoeic word. Spittoon, you know the spittoon. Spittoon. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Anyway, it's a celebration around. You know the drinks are on me. It's like the Milky Bar Kid. <laughs> but that's fine. If you've had some good news, yes, my wife has had a child. Yes, I'm a, I'm alive again after being dead for six months. Yes, I'm not that silly old bat that phoned in a minute ago. Then yes, walk into a bar and buy everyone a drink. That's fair enough. For instance, you know, I just went to the auction and I sold my best bull. $8,000, so, you know, if you work together, you got to drink together, so, you know, everyone down to the red dog. Yes. We're going to get our act together. Yes. Celebration, man. That's the whole point. Why did you name your bull Clive, after our Clive bull? No, that's how I found your website in the beginning. What? By... what? Clive the bull, uh, it went on the website. Yeah. And then I, I looked it up, and Clav was the second on the... Wow. Isn't that, ama- isn't that amazing how we, we attract listeners? And hey, what's the difference between a buffalo and a bison? I've got no idea, Curtis. You can't wash your hands in a buffalo. You can't wash them in a bison. Oh, bison! Anyway. Thanks uh, very much. Oh, it's 7090909073. Only got to go, Curtis, because we're coming up to a break. And boy, those bosses are darn strict. How you doing? Hello. Hello, Sean, you're on the air. Well, I can't hear you, but... Uh, Turn I, your radio off, Sean. You're giving out the weather 
and uh, news, and you've got all sorts of noise going on at the same time. Why the hell don't they do one thing or the other? What what noise? Oh, well, you wouldn't know. Well, what, no- what noise? Tell me what noise you mean, Sean. What do you mean, what noise? I said noise. You've got noise going on in the studio. What noise? Oh, for Christ's sake, you're as sick as two planks. Thanks very much. But what noise? (laughs) (laughs) Best call of the week. Easily best call of the week, Sean. Sean, the best call of the week. Oh, man. Uh, I've got an email I wanted to do, actually, before uh, Sean came up. But uh, it was about shopping trolleys. Uh, Jackie says, Big Tars for not making me feel like such a frump with my newly acquired shopping trolley. Three days old now, and woohoo, no more super stretched arms from carrying bags. Big up the trolleys, I say, says Jackie in the Dagenham. I think there's something in this. Would I look, would I look stupid as a six foot three, six foot, how tall am I? Six four, I think I am. Why did I say six three? I think I'm six four. Am I six four? I think so. Why would I look stupid as a 32 year old six foot four man pulling a tro- shopping trolley? Oh, it's 7090909073. Annie's in the London. Hello, Annie. This is not another Annie. This is another Annie, isn't it? It is another Annie. Hello. This is the third... But I'm not a- having a go at you. This is the third Annie we've had on the show today. <laughs> what the hell is going on? I'm an Annie magnet. No, I'm calling to just say, you know what? I've been listening to you for three days. Yeah? This is my third day. Yeah. And I think you're brilliant. Hey, that's very kind. Nobody else I does. really <laughs> think you are. Hey. And I really think you shouldn't take it personal. And if they do sack you, then I'm not... I'm turning off. Well, now, where, where have you come over from? Well, I live in London. Yes, but what what station were you listening to before? It's a Nick Ferrari question, but it's a valid question. What were you? No, I never used to listen to stations. Oh, okay, nice. But one. my friend Susan told me about LBC because she listens to Anna Rabin, so I was listening to Anna oh, Rabin. Well. And she said you need to listen to Ian because he's funny. Ah, uh, and uh, do, do, you, do you you agree with that? Do you? Because I, ne- I think you are funny. I'm now I'm now really nervous because I never know if someone's no. going to say you're funny, but I want to have no, a go you- at you. <laughs> Because I think that you are, like, well out of order. No, I think, I thought, you know what, I'm a nanny, so I'm going to jump on the bandwagon <laughs> and call Ian and say, Ian, hey, if Annie thinks you're brilliant. Annie, you're very, very kind. And can I just say, the show, I'm not normally as argumentative as I've been today. It's normally are a you? lot more, it's normally much more fun than this. But we've just oh, had some, of not, oh, that's put you off, has it? No, it hasn't. No, it hasn't. I've been listening for three days, and I've enjoyed. I've enjoyed it. I've been laughing. Bless I've been you. laughing from three o'clock uh, to six thirty. That's wicked, Annie. Thank you very much for that. So I think you should carry on with what you're doing. I know people probably say, "Oh, Annie, you stupid woman," but no, I think you're funny. Carry on, Annie. You're lovely. Thank you very much for that. And I'm I'm impressed at my own joke I made a few minutes ago, which was quite good. Giselle's in the Totteridge. Good evening. Hello, Giselle. How are you? I'm fine, thanks. You're right. I'm a bit tired and a bit stressed, to be honest. I want to go oh, home and stress. They're I... all just wallies. I want to go home and cry. Can I ask you something? Of course you can. You're six foot four. Yeah. Am I allowed to say we? You've said it. Okay. Do you wee in the toilet or in the sink? Well, now I, I, I do wee in the toilet, but <laughs> I have weed in the sink. <laughs> We've all men, all men have weed in a sink at some point in their life. All men? I thought you had to be of a certain height to reach that sort of, you know, are... to, have, to have legs and the <laughs> pelvis that reach the height no, of No, there are, well, obviously not, not particularly short men, but there are, there are sinks that are capable, when I was at, I remember when I was in college, I had a room in halls and I had a sink in my, in my room. I'd wee in there. 
It was quicker than going to the loo. It's so much quicker than going to the loo, especially at night time. It means you've got to put, put on a dressing gown or get dressed or something. So that's, uh, that's good, you know, just go to the loo. Oh, I see. Because, no, I met a man and I was, I was amazed. I thought he was the only man in the world who didn't put the toilet seat, who put the toilet seat down and didn't leave it up. And I was very impressed. Yeah. Until I realised why he didn't put the and toilet he... seat down because he never lifted it. <laughs> oh, so we've been going to the, in the sink all the time? <laughs> yeah, he's six foot four like you and, you know, he's oh. sort of... I only go in the sink in emergencies. Oh, he sort of has used it as a constant, and I was just horrified. And I, I just wondered if other six foot four men did it, and obviously they do. Yeah, but, they, but we the only as well only as a rarity, Giselle. It's not the norm for me. It's a rarity for me to do it. It's a real emergency situation. Oh, I see. Okay, so he is a bit strange. He's a pervert. Yes. <laughs> okay. Can I ask you something else? Of course you can. How did you do in the radio stakes yesterday? You mentioned that when you were talking to the that radio boy. stakes. You know, they had that thing where they, where they... Oh, the uh, listeners! ...decide how, who's got the most listeners and who's good and who's... Yeah, no we did all right. We could have done better. I could have done better. Basically, I've been doing this slot for three months, okay? Yeah. Uh, and the listening figures... But you're fantastic! Well, yeah... I've been yeah. listening to you for the whole three months and yeah. you make me laugh. You've not heard the numbers yet. The listening figures <laughs> come out every three months. So, the figures came out just before I took over this slot and they've just come out now. I've got and? exactly the same as when I took over. Which is dis... I'm disappointing. I was hoping I'd get a bit more, but... They've not dropped. But the previous show you did got better, didn't it? The previous show I did ended up with ten times the amount of listeners that we had at the start. So we're hoping... The, the, the way this goes, this is the, and it's not me being political, I'm a little bit disappointed, there's no beating around the bush, but the next one in three months, that will be the sign. If it goes down in three months' time, I'm going to get the sack. But hopefully it should go up. That's the plan. So we should start a Listen to Ian Lee campaign. But, dear God, I pray you would, please. All my... listeners, let's start a yeah. Listen to Ian Lee campaign. Tell your friends. Giselle, tell it your relatives. It doesn't work. Tell you your neighbours. It doesn't work you telling the people who are listening to listen, because they're listening. No, no, they've got to tell their friends, their uh. neighbours, their colleagues, their everyone they know, the postman. We, yeah, we, we, we will start a campaign. I think that's a very good idea, because we want you. Giselle, you can have me any time you want, miss, and y he's a pervert for weighing in the sink all of the flipping time. That's wrong. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. It's the last few minutes of the show proper uh, before we play Triple M at six. Professor Schneelson has some exciting...